You are now listening to Bases Loading with VT and Ryan Barilla, Halos in the Infield podcast. Welcome back to another edition of Bases Loading. I am your host, VT. It's been a while. We're back, baby, but we're back with a special guest for this episode, my boy, my dude, Todd Fox. What's up, bro? What's up, homie? How you doing, man? How you been, dude? Good, good. It's been a while, man. It sure has. We haven't done a, a episode like this in a while, huh? It, yeah, just you and I. It's been a long time, dude. <laughs> it sure has. And, uh, man, what's going on, dude? How's, how's, how's life? How's everything? Uh, recent grandpa, man, as the page knows, man. It's, uh, yeah. Really? Yeah, recent grandpa, so. Am I not really up to date with what's going on? Yeah, dude, like little Olivia, man. She finally witnessed her first victory the other day. Are you so. serious? Yeah. Well, that's great. She was bro. born during the losing streak. Oh, man. Well, I'm sure she brought luck. You know, I'm sure yeah. the guys are going to get out of it. Congratulations, bro. Thank, thank you so much. That's thank great, you. man. Another little little halo, you know. You Did go. you already get her jersey and stuff Oh, yeah, like she's got a jersey. Some fans actually came in with some onesies, so she's oh. hooked up already. Oh, love that. <laughs> yeah. What about, are you going to get her the, the New Jersey, the City Connect? Oh, yeah, we got a connector for Ooh, sure. Love that, dude. So what's going on, man? Let's talk a little bit of uh, some angels, see what we got, yeah? Let's do it. Let's see. Let's see what you got for me. You want to say something or do you want me to just bring it up? You started out, man. I want to say it. Yeah, I was like, let me say it. <laughs> One thing I wanted to bring up right away because I thought it was really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people have, have heard about this, but the whole Joel Madden getting fired, right? Everybody <laughs> knows about this. It's 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 all over the news. Obviously, yeah. we know this. It's been you know maybe a couple, few days now. But the funny part that came out of that, the fact that poor Joel Madden, man, he was trying to you know get the guides going he was trying to rally up the boys and mm-hmm. it backfired on him he <laughs> went to the barber shop and he got himself a fucking frohawk dude i think he was <laughs> trying to start a thing like he did in tampa because if you go back to tampa days he actually got one of those mohawks in in tampa and the rest of the team did it too oh really oh yeah evan Lagori, all those guys had mohawks b- because they were trying to uh get a winning streak together which they did so he was trying to replicate something from back then. Oh, but you know what, though? The thing is that he got the, he got his frohawk, but <laughs> the boys never saw it. <laughs> oh, that is hard. That's tough, man. Dude, Perry was like, wait, he got a frohawk? I'm going to his house first. <laughs> yeah. Let me look at that first before I fire him. Oh, my God. That has to be, like, the worst. You know, you're an older dude. You're over there getting your frohawk, and, hey, dude, nobody's going to see it now. <laughs> dude, Madden's like, can you stop looking at my hair? Because Perry keeps laughing. He's like, I'm trying to fire you with a straight face, and I can't do it. Is there is there a picture of that? Has anybody even, like, saw him after he, mm. he was let go? Unfortunately not. I think if you probably can, it'd be a deep search, but you could find the one from Tampa, but I don't think you could find this one. What about his barber? <laughs> can, can we find out who his barber is? <laughs> yeah. He had to be somewhere someone, somewhere here in, uh, in OC, like, pay him some money. Like, hey, dude, you got to release that picture. We need to see what Joe Madden looks like in a frohawk, dude. I mean, how do you do that, too, to an older man, man <laughs> like that? You know, he walks into your barbershop and it's like, bro, I want a mohawk, man, a frohawk. Can you give it to me? He's like, what? Are you serious? Oh, uh-huh. 
imagine they probably dyed his hair blonde too. <laughs> you know, some of, or like Lindor, baby blue with white. I would have loved to seen rainbow streaks. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah, dude. Anything just to fire up the guys, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I thought that was so funny because you know the the report was like, oh, he got his fro hog. But the team did not see it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that's just classic, man. You know, it's 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 literally what's happened for us. You know, we're over here winning and everything, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the door just shuts in your face. Like, nope, it's not going to happen. Same thing with with uh, uh, Madden. You know, he got his haircut and he couldn't even show it off to the boys. They tried some slump buster things. I don't know if you heard. Or Archie Bradley was letting the guys take uh, uh, shots of tequila before the game. So, okay. yeah, yeah, they were trying to do that to, to like, I guess, re- to loosen their nerves because they were feeling the pressure is what he was saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he was bringing out some really good tequila and letting every player take a shot. Well, it makes sense as to why there were so many errors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many strikeouts. Squid was seeing double on the ground balls coming his uh, way. <laughs> Squid was only using two hands instead of his eight tentacles. Yeah, apparently, right? Yeah, that I, di- I didn't even know about that. Yeah, so with Brad, uh, you know what though? Um, he's been pitching pitching as of late, but was he hurt for a while? Yeah, he was down on for a while. Yeah, he yeah. had an oblique or something. Yeah, I didn't see him pitch for a long time. I, I would see him, you know, posting pictures that he was in the team and everything. I'm like, dude, did they hire this guy to be a model? Well, the thing or the, to pitch. <laughs> the thing is with him. Like he's he's been uh, sort of like your quiet leader, sort of like Cobb was last year, right? And and this year he's been in the in the locker room trying to motivate the guys because he's been saying since day one this is a talent too talented of a team to be on a losing streak like that. He's like this team should be a playoff team and we will get to there. So he's very vocal, you know, for a guy who just signed a one year deal. That's good because come on, really, when have we had a vocal person aside from like Tory Hunter or you know dudes like that that actually go out and say things like that like oh this is a good team we we got it don't worry about it mm-hmm. you know we're just in a little slump you know like i appreciate that from the guy especially for a dude that just signed it just came you know and for him to be doing all that that's that's good i yeah. appreciate that that's that was one of the reasons why i wanted Cobb back you know Cobb pitched decent towards the end of the year too i thought he could be another fifth starter and he could provide that that kind of vocal because he wasn't scared to speak out and i think bradley's from that same uh kind of mold so i agree with you you need guys like that it's been so long because we've been clamoring as angel fans to not only get pitching but also to get leadership in the locker room we just don't have it we don't have it i know we have trout he's the oldest player or the longest tenured player so far but trout's not gonna you know what you know what talking about people who actually are vocal did you see that uh the video that was out on twitter about uh loriano from the ace how he was all pissed off screaming in the dugout like telling the guys like wake the fuck up wake the fuck mm-hmm. up you know in the next inning they come in and they score i think five runs yeah like how can we we didn't have a guy in our dugout, just getting pissed off and telling the guys, like, wake the fuck up. You know, let's do something. Like, why don't we have someone like that? Well, well, you bring up Trout. Trout's very vocal about not wanting to be vocal. So we don't have a guy <laughs> that, that you know, I wish Trout would just empty the freak. You remember Carlos Perez for the Dodgers back in the day when he yeah. just emptied out all the bats, started swinging, breaking the, throwing uh, everything. the yeah. Gatorade jugs and everything, like just throwing a temper tantrum. We needed that. I mean that was that was enough. That, I think the fans would have appreciated that because it was so frustrating to lose that many games the way we did. I mean, there was only a couple of blowouts in there, but we lost so many one-run games. One-run games, yeah. And, and then last-second home runs to to walk off against us or base hits. And you know, I would have loved while the other guys were celebrating on the field, some guy just going balls deep 
nuts in the freaking uh, dugout. Yeah, just get a bat and just fucking swing the shit out of it. Throw the shit on the field, too. On the Gatorade bottle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. or bo- uh, yeah, you know, and and why don't we have that? And, and it brings us back to, like, Trout not being that person, yeah. you know, not that yeah. vocal person. And you can't, I guess, you want him to do that. But that's not who he is. You know, I'd rather ha- have him be the guy on the field and, and being who he is. But, you know, mm-hmm. it, it kind of like the whole interview on Sunday Night Baseball, mm-hmm. too. Like, I enjoyed it to an extent, but at times it was kind of cringy it was. with him. It felt like he just doesn't have that social skill to talk to a reporter and 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 be charismatic and say a little joke here and there. He started coming out of his shell when they were start when they were talking about his fantasy football league, which that's what he loves, right? So right away he got mm-hmm. really happy and he started kind of mentioning little things here and there, giving us a scoop as to who won, who won the actual league. You know, but before that it just it was kind of awkward. It was cringy and and I hate that because Trout's our boy, you know, it's it's the national stage. You want him to to like be into it, you know, act like you're like down for it. And I just didn't feel that. Yeah, it's the thing that like uh, I brought up a few times on the show is that the fact that, you know, when the team up north with the Dodgers and everything, like when they're held accountable, you know, you have several guys in the locker room. They're asking questions of guys from Clayton Kershaw down to Max Muncie. Um, you don't have that kind of pressure on the Angels. You only had Sam Blum who was giving the real questions to Madden when they were on that losing streak. Mm-hmm. And so Trout never has to, you know, if he gets any kind of questions other than what Carl Ravage asked him about his legacy, you really don't get any questions, hard-nosed ones. Uh, he's not, you know, he's asked about City Connect, what his favorite uh, music is. You know, and then Otani's like the nicest guy out there. Rendon doesn't talk to the media, and if he does, he doesn't really care. So you're three highest players are none of them are are charismatic none of them are spokesmen for the team and that's kind of difficult because a guy like Lorenzen can walk in or a guy like uh, Bradley can walk in or even Syndergaard and can be more vocal than any of those dudes have been in the last five years yeah and it's those are the guys you're not expecting to be vocal you know those are the guys who just want to come in and and make a difference on the field you want Trout you want you you want your Otani and for, for them to be vocal, even if Otani needs a, a translator, absolutely, who, who cares, man? Mm-hmm. I love iPay, and and whatever Otani has to say, I'm here to listen to it. And if if, if Otani has to say again, I want to be in a winning team, then say it again, bro. Maybe Perry will get us some pitching this this you know uh, trade deadline. But yeah, that that whole interview with Trout, I I was really invested in it. I really was listening. Yeah. But at at some point, I was like, dude, this is kind of cringy. Like, you're sitting next to Rendon. Like, you know, that was a good opportunity to kind of be like, hey, Rendon, you know, what do you think about this? They're asking me. Like, like kind of involve some people in there to make it, like, fun, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just, just show the people that you're not boring trout because they already think you're boring. Uh, that But it doesn't matter if you're boring. It's be all, you know, be boring all you want. As long as you're producing on the on, on the field, that's what matters. So yeah. I can't, I can't, I just can't say, you know, oh, we want to have our cake and eat it too with Trout. But yeah, having a vocal leader that's there, get, you know, showing emotion, we need that. And you know what else we need? What's that? We need them to get into a fight. Yes, yes. We need a fight. <clears throat> I will say this about Phil Nevin. And I've I've followed his career, especially when he was with the Padres and he came over to the Angels for a couple seasons. And he was I thought he was one of our best catchers at the time when we wore those pinstripes. Mm-hmm. Very fiery dude, very vocal guy. He was the first to grab a player if there was a beaning incident. You know what I mean? Like like he would grab the player before he'd go to the pitcher. Like, no, you're, you're not going to hit my pitcher. 
And and I think he's one of these guys, like a Clint Hurdle-esque uh, manager, where now with Madden, it, they hit Otani, they've hit Trout, yep. and we don't do nothing. Nothing. Nothing whatsoever. I guarantee you, because it hasn't happened yet, but it will happen at some point, one of those dudes is going to get hit, and Nevin's going to give the order to throw right back at him. Yep. And you know what? I think that's what this team needs. Exactly what you said. This team needs to get out its pent-up frustration and beat the shit out of somebody. Yeah. No hugs. No fucking, oh, get away. Don't touch him. You know, I want to see a real brawl. <laughs> let's see a Cincinnati Reds Pirates type fight with Angels and someone else. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. let's do it. Dude, I'm all for it because... At the end of that fight, it's going to bring your team, your brothers, you know, together. You're going to be like, dude, thank you for having my back. Thank you for getting that guy out of out of my, you know, on top of me or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's going to want to make you, you know, play harder for your team. You know, sure, you're playing for yourself, but also for the other uh, guys that you're, you're playing with a fight always brings some people together yeah. i know it's it's savage and it's you know people are like ah oh, don't fight that is not worth it you know but sure somebody can get hurt but let's say nobody gets hurt it's gonna work out you know you need somebody you need you just need these guys to let it out loose because they've been i feel when's the last time they even got into some type of tussle where you know aside from a <laughs> trout and uh, uh what is it pool holes kind of getting into it with that dude that passed away from the um, Kansas City Royals, Jordan Alvarez, or what's his name? Yeah. Um, uh, your, um, I know that. who you're talking about. Yeah, the, 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 he was like only a second-year guy or yeah, something like that. Yeah, that. That, that, he was a great pitcher, by the way. Yeah, he did. Rest he in peace. He passed pitcher. away. Jordano, uh, or something like that. Aradondo? No, Jordano. Oh, okay. I, I, uh, I forget They'll correct name. this in the comments, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but you know who I'm talking about, yeah. that little ace uh, from, from Kansas City. Mm -hmm. he, when he threw at Trout, and, and Trout was like, what? the hell's going on and you know everybody kind of ran and he's all getting mad see that's the only time i remember them getting into anything like that well look how many years ago was that because <laughs> they didn't do anything under osmus in 2015 sure, yeah they didn't do anything against freaking uh you know or with madden at all he wasn't that type of manager and i one thing i will say speaking of that um that you have seen like we i i'm always ragging on our hitting instructors paul sereno and jeremy freaking reed since Nevin has been there, you would always see those, the fat-ass Sorrento not get off the bench. He wouldn't even get up and high-five anybody when they hit a home run. You see his ass standing up and actually with a tablet in his hand. Jeremy Reed's starting to talk to hitters during the game. Those guys didn't do any of that before Phil took over. Do you think Phil told them to do that? I think so. Oh, I, I hope so. I think Phil got tired of this shit because he was brought in for a reason. By Perry. I think that was one of Perry's pickups in the offseason. Nevin's a fighter, man. If, he if he's bringing that attitude <laughs> to the team and telling these guys, like, yo, you got to get up and high-five them. You're part of this team, too. You're the reason why they're probably you know hitting. Yeah. You need to get up and do something. And notice we've had batting practice lately. So well, I mean, it's granted, you know, fourteen game losing streak. You better do something different because right? if you're doing the same thing and expecting a change, bro, come on, we're not. You're not helping yourself. Madden was too uh, too concerned about what the guys are going to wear before road trips. How they were dressing, like, yeah, they wanted to look like squid. Yeah, come on, like, bro, dude, come on, yeah. Hey, at least Madden didn't bring any fucking penguins into the clubhouse this time. Oh God, like in Tampa Bay. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't do that, but he was trying to bring out his frohawk and it didn't work out either, man. It did it, and you know what? Okay, what is your thoughts on his tenure here? What would you do? You think it was it was positive, or do you think we went backwards? Honestly, you could have had, you could have had. Let's say, what's that dude from um, the, the Astros that went to the to the uh, Tigers? Um, oh, um, I forget his name. What is his name? He's a former player too. He, he was considered a really good 
a, a manager. A manager, right? Uh-huh. So let's say we had him. I don't think the Angels would have done anything different because we never had the talent to do so, you yeah. know? Um, so it he's not up there pitching. He's not up there batting. So what else could had Madden done aside from Madden's, you know, idiotic pitching changes? A.J. Hinch. Mm-hmm. Thanks for bringing that up. A.J. Hinch. We could have had A.J. Hinch, right? Let's say we had him. Mm-hmm. He was considered to be one of the best managers. Obviously, we found out why later because the team was, you know, cheating and stuff mm-hmm. excuse me <clears throat> so w- with him madden would have done the same thing i his tenure i don't blame it completely on madden mm-hmm. he didn't have the talent you know they send you out a war with with sticks and rocks you're gonna you're not gonna win that war you know they send you out there with freaking f1 fighters and tanks you have a pretty good shot mm-hmm. you know the 2020 we had that those but we got them made in taiwan they fucking broke down <laughs> You know, we didn't get them made in good old U.S. of A. or at least some Russian planes or something. Nothing, right? So I don't think it was a complete failure on his end. But towards the end of his tenure here, I was losing my shit, man, Mm -hmm. with the whole – he said at the beginning of the season, I will not put Rasiel Iglesias in two innings because we got two pitchers that will take care of the seventh and the eighth. Rasiel Mm -hmm. just will figure out the ninth, and he'll close the door. Well, no, he was he he put him fucking against the Phillies in the eighth inning, when yeah. there was no reason to put him there, uh, and then he gets. He, I mean, shit. I understand he made the pitch, and I wanted to say I'm, I was standing up for Iggy this this whole time, and I still have trust in Iggy, even though he hasn't really done anything. But I don't know, man. Madden was doing stupid pitching. He was letting his his starters not go all the way, mm-hmm. uh, overusing the bullpen like like. A lot, it, and I didn't like this. The last part of his tenure, so I want to say fifty fifty. Fifty fifty. Yeah, <clears throat> I had to go that way too because I was a Madden fan that first year, and I figured you know he got screwed over by COVID, and then last year you know there was just a shit ton of injuries because of stupid training staff that we had. So this year we get you know yoga instructors, we switch up the training staff, and I figured okay, you know he preached nineteen eighty five baseball last year, we didn't do it at all. Nope. And then this year was like, you know, when, when he was making those questionable pitching decisions, even when we were winning, people were like, well, why did you not pitch Iglesias back-to-back? Oh, it's an organizational thing. We're not allowed to pitch guys back-to-back. Since when? Why? You, you know, and, and then and then, they're, and then they're saying, because uh, one game, you know, they're, they're putting bear claw, then they're resting guys left and right. It's like, okay, you're pampering guys like Rendon. He winds up getting hurt anyway, and you were giving him like six days off. And it's like then your your batting order is never the same, so guys can't fit into roles. Right. Start. Uh. You know, relief pitchers aren't given. You know, guy like Loop, I could see why he's struggling because instead of keeping him in the eighth inning or the seventh inning in front of Tapera and then Iglesias, you're moving him up and down the fifth and fourth inning. It's like that's not his thing. You yeah, know exactly. And then you're closing Bear Claw and guys like that. It's like what the fuck are you doing? So yeah, I could see where the chemistry was thrown off. And now, like you said, Nevin comes in there and lets starters go. You know, like he 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 went over there to Suarez in that one game. I freaking love that. You know, everyone thought he's going to pull him, 
And he's like, he pumped him on the, on the chest and said, finish it, dog. Finish yeah, it. you need that from your coach, yeah, your, you your got, manager. And then when Suarez freaking got that strikeout, he's pumped up. And then you see Nevin doing the fist pump. I'm like, damn. Fuck yeah, dude. That's- yeah. You want that. You want to see your coach, your manager, like like hyping you up. And then mm-hmm. the result is a positive result. And he's fucking giving you that that fucking arm pump, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. That that was a beautiful thing. And I and yeah, man never did that. Man was just like, you didn't know if we were losing or if we were winning. <laughs> exactly. He just had his fucking face like that and it was it was it was a pain in the ass man and he lost every every freaking challenge he ever did i'm like dude come on man why we challenge he would challenge the wrong things it's like i don't know man i mean i think nevin is still got a job to do because you know you've got albatrosses out there you know the backup catcher is terrible in suzuki you got wade who you you really want him to turn the corner because you could see he's got talent but then he always goofs up on the bases or he makes errors getting caught and he yeah and he's only hitting 200 it's like man you should be hitting a lot better and then iglesias just wants to uh not iglesias um squid keeps wanting to hit home runs it's like did get on base man like stop striking out stop swinging for the fences go for hits um, you know, Duffy's actually been pretty productive. Yes. Everyone's waiting for Fletcher, but then you got Renifo. So, I mean, we, and then Adele, the Adele story is up and down. So I think Nevin's, he's only five games in, but he's got a lot to change. And my last thing on Madden is if you look at Joe Girardi's three year and match it towards what Madden did, it's almost a carbon copy, except Girardi at least had 2021, a winning season, 82 and 80, yeah. you know, uh, Madden never was over 500. So, um, you know, they fire their manager. They win 9 out of 10, you know. So Nevin's got a job to do here. And it's it's going to be an uphill battle. I think the Phillies were set better. They were. Know, better off than we were. They had catcher. They had, a, obviously, mm-hmm. Bryce. They had a shortstop. They had, yep. a, they had a lot. The only thing they failed in was their bullpen, and that's what did them in. Yeah, and for now, they're, they're pitching much better. So we'll see what happens with them. They've gotten themselves back in the race, and, and if they could do it, I know the Angels can do it. Exactly. And just to verify and let you know, I wasn't too happy when they hired Madden. I thought it was like a like a stunt. Like, oh, we got Madden because he's a diehard Angel from back then mm-hmm. <clears throat> in 2002, World Series guy and all that. I just, the, the thing I was worried about is that Madden was too laid back. Yep. He wasn't going to be that, hey, you guys, I know this is California, SoCal, you guys are like, you know, the beach guys or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, I was worried about that. And that's exactly what happened. Like, oh, bro, it's fine. You know, you smoke your weed and you just, you just relax. And <laughs> I just felt like he was like that type of guy. Like, oh, bro, don't mess up my zen here. I'm having a good time. You know, like, like all about vibes and stuff. No, this is baseball, dude. Like, just go out there, play hard. Play small ball like you said you were, and 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 get some games, you know. And I never felt that from him. Well, you called it in the off season. You were telling me the same thing. You were like, "Bro, he's got a stacked team now. He's got to win with what they're giving him." You know, this is Perry's team because we, me, and you were both excited last year. Like, hey, Perry's doing some shit. Yeah. And, and so this year, you know, when they let go of Upton, you're like, "Oh man, they're, they're you know, this is really gonna be." The tools are given to Matt, and he's got to know how to use them now. And you were on the fence. You were saying, man, I just don't know if he's going to do it because he's too laid back, and you were right. Yeah, too laid back. Like, come on, the first 2020 uh, game of the year – Oh, we're going to do fucking, you know, uh, 1986 baseball. Fucking Olsen walks us off on a grand slam, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. what happened, dude? What happened to the, uh, you know, bunt the runner to third base and mm-hmm. have your other guy pop fly to center field or left field? You know, like old school baseball. That's yep. what baseball was about before. Yep. That You had your fastest player leading off. You had your best contact hitter 
batting second. You had your power hitter hitting third, and you had your fourth cleanup hitter was was, was, was he was another power hitter, mm-hmm. right? You're, he, if the fucking first baseman or the first leadoff hitter or the leadoff hitter uh, got on, you knew he was going to steal. Boom, yeah. second base. Mm-hmm. All all the other guy had to do was get a fucking contact hit, you know, and and get your guy in, and and none of that happened. They had they had Trout fucking batting. I don't know. Sometimes they would bat him second, you know, and, or leadoff. Yeah, uh, you wanted Trout to be batting at least third or fourth. Well, that's the reason why he has only thirty four RBIs. You know, six, and fucking three hundred solos. Yeah, he's got sixteen homers, thirty four RBIs. That's like just a, hitting a two run homer every time. I mean, that's that's pathetic. He needs guys on ahead of him. I think they failed in getting one good leadoff guy, or they never, you know, got guys like Marsh to hit consistently. Because when he does hit consistently, you know, Trout knocks him in. So I agree with you. He was reinventing the lineup all the time, trying to be progressive and trying to do things outside the box. I think it hurt the team. And then, like you said, moving guys over, it's a guaranteed run in extra innings, especially when you're the home team yeah. and you give up a run the you know, in the, the, the top of the 10th. You don't play for the tie. Play for the 11th. Get the guy over to third. Sacrifice him in. Dude, we're, we were under Madden 7 and 15. In, in extra inning games with a new rule. That is horrible. 7-15, and 15, that was only second to the Pirates in, in extra inning games. Yeah, I don't think we are good enough for extra innings because I knew <laughs> once that came, I'm like, all right, so I know what's going to happen. Somebody's going to come up here and try to hit a five-run home run when you just need a simple little bunt to get your guy next you know, to third base and the next guy... Fucking situational hitting. Get a, a pop fly to yeah. the outfield, and there you go. Another run. During the losing streak, bro, in the ninth inning of one of the games, we had a leadoff double by Tyler Wade. He's at second base. It's a tie ball game. Nobody out. And they refused to bunt with three batters. It was strikeout, pop-up, strikeout. Beautiful. And and you, you could have won the game before going to extras. I don't know. So, yeah. <laughs> Let let's see, uh, Nevin. He's old school. I think he's still old school because he played, yes. you know, that that old school era ball. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe hopefully when the extra inning rule comes in or when we're in, playing extra innings, he's actually doing that. And if he really wants to be a manager, because I heard that he wants to be a manager, yep. this is his time for him to show that hey, I can get these guys to score some runs in the extra innings, and we can win with small ball. Because you got teams like the Yankees over here that want to hit home runs every single time. Mm-hmm. You know, you got you got teams that all they want to do is hit home runs. They don't want to manufacture a, a one run, you know, yep. or a two run. No manufacturing is allowed anymore here in baseball. When's the last time you've seen the Angels manufacture <clears throat> one run except for when they're hitting doubles? You know, you got Otani hitting a double to lead off. You got uh or you know, you got Rendon hitting a double to to bring him in. Like mm-hmm. cool. That's that's awesome. Doubles are, are great, but like, you know, a hit a stolen base, you know, a pop fly to th- to center, move your guy to third, and another pop fly. That's two outs. You got to run. That's pretty good. I like that. Easy. Yeah. Well, for me to say because I'm not stepping up to the plate, right? Yeah, but I mean, but <laughs> the I mean, professionals they should be able to do that. Yeah, because that's what's in their DNA supposedly, and they could they they're supposed to be able to hit the other way and things of that nature, and we haven't seen that. And you bring up like the Dodgers and the Yankees, like they look sexy right now because those guys hit a lot of home runs. But come postseason, what happens? Small ball wins you games. Yeah, those home runs aren't going to win you games in the postseason. It's been proven. Yeah, you're facing off against the best pitchers. Yeah, yeah. So and we you, all know be- the pitching beats good pitching beats good hitting. Absolutely. So you got so a team like the Mets, from what I've seen, I don't I don't know if you agree with me on this, but judge the Yankees with the best record in the league. 
to the to the Mets. The Mets remind me of a 2002 Angels team where you just had a bunch of guys. You didn't really have to, you know, they're, they're Pete Alonso's, they're Tim Salmon, really, right? Uh, and then you know, and then maybe Garrett Anderson's, uh, uh, what's his Lindor. Other than that, I mean, they really don't have many superstars, but they get hits and they pressure. And and in that series against the Angels. They constantly had guys on taking walks, getting singles, moving guys over, saying what you're doing, uh, saying what you're saying, uh, manufacturing runs. Yeah, that's a sign of a good baseball team. That's a sign of a team that can pro- get not get into any prolonged losing streaks and be a, a really pain in your ass in the postseason. Yeah, they got dudes like Jeff McNeil who can get you a hit, and if it if he if he can, he could get you a home run too. Oh yeah, you got um, Eddie uh, Eduardo Escobar mm-hmm. playing third base over here, switch hitter. He can he can run into a fucking fastball and hit hit you a home run, but also he can get you a hit. You know, you got dudes like like uh, uh, Nemo. What's his name? Nemo. Nemo. Yeah. yeah Nemo. Yeah. Finding Nemo. Uh, <laughs> that he can you know has a good defense and he can get you a home run too, but he, he can also get you a hit. Uh, they I think they have a a good team. So yeah, but they don't have like brand name team. They you don't. know, like yeah. like the only guy they got is Pete Alonso and Lindor. See, see, that's the thing. I, I look at Toronto as an American League version of them. Uh, without outside of Guerrero, you know, they've got a lot of guys, second generational guys, but they're decent too. They don't have to hit the home runs. They, I mean, look what they did to us, man. I mean, they they wore us out with their hitting. Uh, I got like Kirk, you know, just constantly on base. If uh, it's not a walk, it's a hit, you know. And then he's fast on the bases and a catcher. Yeah, and a catcher. They have three good catchers. Yeah, they have. A, 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 yeah, I wish I had that issue for the Angels. <laughs> Instead we have we have we have Suzuki man. They got a guy in AAA hitting three seventy one right now, and he's gonna come up. Yeah, and now they have an issue with oh we got McCann. He's gonna come up pretty soon because he's on the IL. But we got over here. Wait, not not McCann. That's that's Mets. I'm talking yeah. about the other dude from the from the um, Danny Jensen. Yeah, Danny Jensen. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's who I was talking about. Yeah, they have they have studs. Mm-hmm. They might not be like name brand studs, but yeah, that those Mets. Yeah, you're right. What you're saying, you're right. Yeah, these the, there's a, th- those two teams are teams that we we want the Angels to aspire to because right now, you know, if if the guys are healthy, you're looking at ter- Taylor Ward, you're looking at uh, Trout, Otani, uh, Brandon Walsh, and Rendon. Rendon. Those That's are your it. top five, yep. and hopefully Marsh makes it in there with six. But right now, after those five. Maybe six. It's downhill from there. Yeah, you got four dead spots, bro. You you got nothing. You got nothing from your shortstop. You got nothing from your second base. Mm -hmm. You got nothing from your catching position. Mm -hmm. Like, like, what are we gonna do? We got no thump from what is it? Six through nine. Six through nine is pretty bad. Yeah, that's the other night they were over fourteen. That is that is unacceptable. Yep. Like, like how how do you how do you validate your paycheck when you call yourself a professional mm-hmm. sure you are a great defender with squid he has a good elite you know glove i get it you your your war comes from your defensive side mm-hmm. but i know that he's hit a couple home runs you know one to finally get us off the the, you know, the schneid to break that uh the the what is it the, the losing, losing streak, streak yeah. you know and then he hit another one that day when uh War or what is it? Uh, Wash got that cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get it, two homers, but it's like too far, you know, from each other. I don't, I don't. He's not a homer guy. He's, he's a fucking. Not. You're a hit guy. You're a get on base, steal base type of guy. You're, you're our. You should be a leadoff type of guy. You know, Ward shouldn't even be leading off because he's more of a power guy. But 
we can't have a dude like Wade or or Velasquez leading off because all they do is fucking strike out. Yeah, they strike out a grip. They strike out too much, and then they're zero for fourteen like together mm-hmm. between six and, and nine. Like we have no thump in that in that lineup when it comes to them. So I don't know what's gonna happen, man. They need to do something not only with starting pitching but also with with our you know shortstop and second base and catching too i had someone message me the other day they were saying what if the angels were were to get out and get a catcher and then maybe promote stefanik and just have duffy at short stefanik at second and then if fletcher comes back let him try to switch playing time with those two to see if if he's better if he's good enough to outrank one of those two guys and then forget about renifo forget about uh, Wade and forget about uh, Velasquez. What do you think? About You're gonna that? have to release Wade because nobody's gonna want him. What are you gonna do with Ringifo? He's you know he's out of options, right? Yeah, and and, and you'd have to trade him. Who's yeah? Who's he, what are we gonna get for him? We're gonna get just uh, some peanuts. Well, know? the Dodgers were the last team that actually wanted him, and we could have got <laughs> something for him. So. Well, you know what? A lot of people. I don't want to get into that, but uh, yeah, the the we could have had uh, we could have had some players for Ringifo mm-hmm. and all that. But at the same time, if that trade would have gone through, we would have lost Taylor Ward. That's true. That's true. So maybe that was a blessing in disguise. So, Artie, you might be off the hook, bro. <laughs> but still, you don't fucking put your nose into it like that. Let Perry do his thing. Yeah. Perry is – Perry has some nuts, dude. He, he th- does. He he let go of, of, of pool holes, right? Mm-hmm. Gone. He let go of uh, Upton, right? Gone. Gone. He let go of Madden. Gone. Now what? Now here's another question for you, bro. Let's say we still don't see Rendon on his revenge tour at all this year, and he just flounders through this year, and maybe flounders a little bit into next season. Do you think Perry has the balls to let him go? Uh, probably the sixth or fifth year. Okay, so we're gonna have to endure another two and yeah, a half. Yeah, you're just gonna have to because that contract's fu- it's fat. You know, <sighs> that's a fat contract. Was that? Billy Epler, who got him? That was Epler. That was Epler, but let's not blame Epler because I'm sure that was Artie's call. I it was right. Look at Epler over here with the Mets. He's 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 done some really good moods for for the Mets. <sighs> you know that, and that's what sucks because I did that Mets podcast, and they were saying, "Man, how'd you guys let go Billy oh Epler?" Oh my gosh! And I'm like, dude, Billy Epler never got his opportunity he to run. Never his had team. his shot, dude. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. Imagine we would have had Marte. We could have had a dude like. You know, we could have brought a Scherzer in. We, yeah. I mean, sure, Scherzer's hurt right now. He's older, but... But he's a stud. Yeah, and, you know, Billy Epler did a lot for the Mets, but yeah. I mean, even to get insurance, like who pitched the other night, uh, Taiwan Walker. Right. He pitched great, and he was a guy that was just out there the whole time. We could have got two. Yeah, I, I I was talking about it. Like, why are we not getting Taiwan Walker? Mm-hmm. Um, he's, sure, he's probably like like your third or fourth pitcher, but look what he did to the Angels. Sure, he gave up that first run right away, but he settled down, and he, he just pitched. 11 and, and strikeouts. Continued. Come on. And I'm sure all those 11 strikeouts were from the 6th through the nine. You know? <laughs> well, that's the other thing, bro. I mean, if we strike out six or eight times a game or, or, you know, six to seven times, I get it. But, you know, and if we leave six to eight guys on, I get it. But we're leaving sometimes 15 guys on and somehow oh, no. striking out 12 times. <laughs> you know, so this team right now, if you look up and down the lineup, they have so many strikeouts. Like, I think we're up there almost in the top three in strikeouts. We have to be because I think the last time we did a pod, uh, we were leading in strikeouts. Yes, yes. Honestly, um, if I'm still 
I'm still banging the drum of we need to go get a shortstop, mm-hmm. and I'm still hoping that they go after uh, Paul Deanna from the Cardinals. I keep saying that. Well, I just, keep saying that it's not going to cost us a lot, and he can still hit, and he has a good defense. Now, is, he, st- is he a starter, though? Uh, well, he has to be a starter if we're going to trade for him. Well, well, see, the only thing is, like, because right now with the Cardinals winning, man, we're going to have no, to— No, he's not their starter. Somebody oh, else their... is starting for yeah, him. Yeah, okay. He's in AAA right now. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like if we can get a guy like that from AAA and we know he's going to pop up here— He's going to be better than what we have now. Well, then that's the, that's the way to go. Because other than that, if you were trying to get a, a guy off a winner team, that's just not going to happen. Because right now, if we're going to look for a major league guy that's already proven, we got to go to the Marlins, we got to go to the Pirates, we got to go to the Rockies. we got to get the bottom barrel teams— because we're sure is not. I mean, the team that would, if they weren't in our division, bro, that we could fleece like everyone else has fleeced is Oakland. But they're not. You know, they're not going to help. They're us. not going to because they're our main rival. Yeah, but it's just, it's just, it sucks that that team is giving up. That if it were any other team in another division, we could fleece them just like that. Like that's why I think we're focused on the Reds. That's why I think Perry's got a good relationship with the Reds because he knows that team is trying to unload, and we're not anywhere close to them in the division. It's like, hey. You know, what's up? <laughs> and and with the whole Adele getting sent down, you know, after... Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. I think Adele, his little tenure that he got when he went back up, you know, and played in the majors, mm-hmm. I think it was successful, except for that bonehead move that oh, he did. Yeah. Except for that little play... <laughs> I get it. It was it was it was horrible, but I put myself in his shoes, right? The team is in a skid, 14 game winning or losing streak. Mm-hmm. And he's not trying to be the guy to get caught, you know, running the bases and then, you know, he actually that dude catches the ball and they throw it to second base and they get him out. I understand why he did what he did. He was being extra cautious yeah. because we were in such a shit fucking rut that he's like i am not going to be the guy that's going to run and run myself into an out so he stopped until he made sure that that ball was caught or it was not caught and as soon as he saw that it wasn't he ran but it was already too late you know Mm -hmm. and everybody was on him about that you know i'm not an adele uh uh, supporter you know how much i wanted to get traded i've been wanting him to get traded for like the past year and a half mm-hmm. for for a pitcher his stock is so down now i don't know what we're even going to get for him but i i i support him for for doing that uh, that move cuz if i was in his position i probably would have done the same thing yeah and i, and I know people are not going to agree mm-hmm. with that but you got to put yourself in that situation this guy's fighting for his career he already knows that the angel fans don't want him in, in the angels turned on him. big time he already mm-hmm. knows that he's already been called a bust and 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 he's doing everything he can to make sure that everything he does is is a positive thing for the team. And now that pop fly happens, and uh, who hit it? I think it was Wade or someone that hit it. I wanna, yeah, I believe it was one. Yeah, Wade. and uh, he got caught in between, and I I can't blame him for it, man. But he has such a bad rep now that maybe that's the reason why he got sent down again because. They'd rather have Lagares in and not lose Lagares when because he has no options either. I, to be honest with you, I would have released Lagares and I would have kept Adele. I would have too. And and this is a guy who does not support Adele, who wants Adele traded. 
Or even, or even then, like what what I didn't like was, uh, you know, Thomas got called up for only one game, but he looked decent in the batter's box. I, I know he had a strikeout, but he, he had to do with the long hair, the curly. Yeah, hair? yeah, he had yeah, a couple yeah. walks, but he was decent in the outfield. That guy looks, that guy was big. Yeah, he's a big dude, and he he tore it up in spring training. If I'm not uh, cor- uh not right. Oh but, yeah, yeah, you're he, right. He, I do he, remember that. He did pretty good, but what I liked that you know what happened when Adele got back in the dugout, he got his ass chewed. And, and so I think that's... By Nevin, what, right? Yeah, and I think what you're going to see, too, is is moving forward, is guys are going to be held re- re- accountable. And, uh, you know, I think the fans were just tired of seeing guys get away with stuff. And I think, like you said, Adele's got a target on his back. At one point, I feel bad for him because he's, you know, he was promoted as, like, the next big thing next to Trout. And, 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 you know, he's supposed to be tearing the ball, you know, tearing the ball up, you know, hitting about 30 homers a year and stuff like that. But he can't stay on the damn field. Can I be honest with you, though? Okay. Again, I need to emphasize that I'm not an Adele supporter. <laughs> yeah. But I'm giving him his credit. I think that he got rushed to the big leagues. Exactly. I don't, I don't think that he was supposed to be in the big leagues in 2020. Um, he should have just stayed in the minors. He should have, you know, perfected his game a little bit more. COVID did that basically. Yeah, and and with us not having nothing, no firepower, no nothing in the lineup, mm-hmm. he got rushed. And you know, when dudes get rushed, they 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 lose their confidence. They they think that they're not good enough. You know, it's probably their first time in their life that they're failing. Because you know they probably going through high school, college, they're the best, and everything. Out, they're everything. The best out of their city, the yep. best out of whatever section of the country they live in. Yep. And now they're coming up, and now they're failing. They don't know how to take that, you know. They don't. So I have to give it up to him that he actually tried his best to do it. And I, I think it was the Angels' fault for rushing him, and maybe the Angels doing all that is what caused him to be what he is now. I could be wrong. Maybe he is. He is what he is, but. You know, just you got you got to sometimes get yourself or put yourself in their shoes. You know, I think right now if I'm Perry, I hire him a life coach because what he said, uh, I don't know if you caught his tweets of last time he yep, was sent there. Yep. Yeah. He was like, I don't even know what I got to do to stay up here. And that guy sounded crushed, bro. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, dude, you're living your dream. You finally get up there and you just get sent down as like a like a like what? Like yeah. how? Like yeah. what do I got to do to stay up here now? Like, and this time he tweets it out first before anyone else can. And he's in there seeing just cleaning out his locker room. So it's a bad look all around. Yeah. And, you know, and I I really think – I feel for the guy, you know, because as Angels fans, look, you might not be a Adele fan like you stated, and I'm not the craziest Adele guy or Velasquez guy. That's, he's my Adele. <laughs> but, but, but I'll tell you, you know, if he's succeeding – and doing good, hell yeah, because it only benefits the team. Of course. And so, so like, if Adele goes on a run, I'm pretty sure you'll turn into an Adele fan, like, not all the way, but you'll be like, hell yeah, he's, he's helping us win. I'm going to root for whoever plays for my Angels. Exactly. Even if, even if it's freaking Carlos Correa. There you go. <laughs> and I hate that dude. Right? Yeah. But, yeah, of course, but I will say this. I think he's getting, he's getting traded, no doubt. Okay. He's getting traded, bro. Okay. Because Marsh has already showed that he can he can stay up here. He's not you know consist, consist, consistent, consistent, mm-hmm. uh, but he's he's shown that he can actually hit. You know, with his two homer day last last couple of days ago, uh, I think I think um, uh, Adele is getting traded this this July. I think so, and I think Marsh also does it when his plays in the outfield. He hasn't really made an error. He's he's solid out there. He takes good routes to the balls, and then even when he was zero for three the other night, he was zero for three with two walks and a run scored. Yeah. So he's still managing to create havoc on the bases. So you heard this whole thing with the Miami Marlins, how they're kind of 
turning their not turning their back, but having issues with Chaz uh, Chisholm. Chaz Chisholm. Mm-hmm. They're calling him the Rodman of the team. Yeah, and that guy is just out there being, you know, just out there. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's being Rodman, which is perfect, right? What if the Angels cook up a little trade and 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 work that out where they can get, you know, Jazz Chisholm to play for us and we can trade um, Adele and and we can get Pablo Lopez and we can get some other prospects to go to the Miami Marlins, you know? McKinnon, a few other guys like that. Something like that because yeah. Perry was so close to trading Marsh for, for Mayer. Alex, was it Alex Mayer? Yeah. That... that Dude, that's still not up, but it's supposed to be the dude. Yeah, it's supposed to be the guy. Oh, man. Uh, we have that connection right now with their uh, GM. That Would you be happy if we had Ch- Jazz Chisholm here? Absolutely. With, with that flamboyant attitude that he has? I think that... he would add a lot of flair to this team that's much needed. We need it, dude. He kind of reminds me of uh, Samuel L. Jackson when he wears those little round <laughs> little glasses. Well, because like if you look at the team, right, the two guys that celebrate the most when they hit home runs and are team guys starting handshakes with everybody is Jared Walsh and Brandon Marsh. Right. You bring a Chisholm in there, that's a whole new side of flair. And I think that's really, really going to be good for the team if they get a guy like that because... I think Mattingly probably doesn't like him because he's before Nevin. He's old, old school. Right. And that's not the p- kind of player that, that Mattingly likes. And who knows how long he's going to have his job in Miami. It's questionable, too, with him now. Yeah. So you got Chisholm there, who's a new age player, let the kids play type dude. I think Nevin is not a huge fan of those players, but he knows what they can bring to the table. And as long as he follows the rules, I see Nevin being able to put up with a guy like that. And I see Perry knowing the value in Chisholm. Yeah, that guy is not a bad player, man. You mm-hmm. know, he's he's a short dude. What does he play? Second base, right? Yeah, second base. <laughs> Perfect hey, fit. Right? We need a second baseman, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. Because our boy uh, Fletcher's not even when he's you know good. He wasn't really doing anything for us. Yeah, he was swinging at pitches above his head. So yeah, he thinks he's Vladimir Guerrero, man. God. What the heck's going on, bro? Uh, but yeah, Jazz Chisholm would be amazing here Mm -hmm. we need some flair we need some some fuck you in us you know oh yeah we don't have that oh yeah this this guy is uh, he he will definitely bring it to the stadium and i think it'll be good for the anaheim fans because and charlie sheen likes him there you go we'll have charlie (laughs) sheen here you know what i mean (laughs) we'll have wild thing in the friggin' stands oh dude oh yeah yeah, we should. We should. We need. We need. We need to get that trade done now, Barry. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. It just. It would just to me see. We would have to see what exactly because I would think we would lose like a guy like Diaz as well. We would lose a, a one of those kind of pitchers, maybe even a sill set, dude. I mean, Marlins would want something in return for sure. Yeah, but yeah, man. You know, maybe something like that and get a pitcher out of the Marlins because they got a lot of pitching. They oh got, yeah, they got that Mayor dude. They got Sixto Sanchez that they got from the Phillies for that JT Remuto trade. Mm-hmm. You know, they got Alcantara that just signed that contract. Dude, I'm telling you, like, you bring up the Marlins, that has always been a team that I'm wondering why we haven't been good trade partners with them in the past. Again, they're in the National League East, you know, they have nothing to do with us. Yeah, we we, we fucked that up, but we couldn't trade for fucking uh, Miguel Cabrera. Yeah, way back in the day. We should have been partners with them a long time ago and, and haven't continued talks with them. Yeah. So, so they, like you said, they have so many farm pieces they have an overstock on one thing, and we could help them out with another that they're lacking. So, because in my opinion, I think we have a lot of left or outfielders. Oh, we I have think, a lot, a lot. So, 
and and they need some outfielders too. They need left, and they also like like a guy like McKinnon who could play first base and DH. Um, he's a he's a uh, not a power bat yet, but he's a solid solid doubles hitter, a very good contact guy, high on base percentage. They could use a guy like that because they have uh, what's his name over there? Uh, it's not Pena. It's uh, their their first baseman. He was from the um, Aguilar. Aguilar, yeah, Jesus Aguilar. Yeah, so you can rotate those guys. He's not the greatest first baseman. Now you have a DH in the National League. Put Aguilar as DH yeah. and then have McKinnon at first because McKinnon's younger. He plays good defense at first base. Right. I think that'd be a nice trade piece just right there. Who has his? Who has Perry's number, man? We got to call <laughs> him up, dude. Does he even have a social media account? Let's ask Roger. I'm sure Roger has. <laughs> I'm sure he has a LinkedIn, man. We got to hit him up. Dude, I wish he had a social media account. Oh, dude, imagine how what we can say. Like Perry, come on, bro. Oh yeah, we got to do something about this. How about this idea, Perry? <laughs> you know, here's a trade thing. Hey, so remember that whole back like two seasons ago or two off seasons ago where he was going to trade uh, Marsh for Mayor? Yeah. Now looking back to till today, mm-hmm. would you have been okay with that? It depends on how we, this organization would have used Mayor. They probably would have brought him up already. He would have been another de- Detmers. We'll see. That's that's the thing. If if he's succeeding, then yeah, it would have been smart. But then you know, we I don't, I don't even think we've seen anywhere close to the ceiling Marsh can give us yet. That's no, the thing. Absolutely not. You know, he's just start just getting started. Yeah, I think he's going to be a hell of a player. I really do. Yeah. So maybe that was a good thing by Perry. Maybe he's like, maybe I shouldn't do that. Yeah. You probably had one of those come to Jesus moments where you're about ready to press the button as for okay, and then you're like, nah, I can't do it. A butthole clinch, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no way. But I'm starting to believe that Perry is making these calls and not and not Artie. Yeah, yeah. I I think um I think what he did do though, and he was very because that was the first time, if you remember, when they fired Joe. Uh, in the press conference, Perry said, yeah, hey, you know what? I went to Artie first, yep. and then uh, he told me to go ahead, whatever I felt, to make the decision. So I think he's built that trust with Artie. And then also, like, you know, like Roger liked to say, oh, Artie made all those moves for those 20 pitchers. That was not Artie whatsoever. Um, Perry Perry knows his shit. You know, he knew it in Toronto. He knew it in Atlanta. And, you know, the fruits of his labor is Atlanta winning that World Series and right. being a part of that organization. I do believe he's trying to build the team just like those two teams. Let me play devil's advocate here, <laughs> of course, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what if what if Artie said, I don't want Madden no more. We need to do something. But just say that you said it. Oh, the fall on the sword? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I see yeah. that. I just see so you get some props. Like, hey, I'm letting you do your job, dude. <laughs> yeah. But I called it. I don't want Madden here what? anymore. It's the same thing, bro, that <laughs> if this team were to go on a 14-game win streak, Artie would be front and center <laughs> with Gooby and Patrick in the freaking He'd telecast. He'd be right there talking about, oh, yeah, I, I, had this, <laughs> I had this wine this weekend, guys. and Because, yeah, he, he loves wine. He would have been like, I had this dream that this team would be good, <laughs> and uh, I put this together, and this is oh, why they're man. winning. You know? <laughs> Uh, I'm just saying, like, imagine that was really what happened, and and Perry saying, "Yeah, I had to present it to our owner, and he uh, he gave us the okay." Like, no, bro, it was probably Artie who told you you got to get rid of Madden, dude. Just say it was you. <laughs> I totally see that, bro. I totally. But see hey, that. let's take let's take Perry's word for for it right now, yeah, you know, yeah, because yeah. he's he's gotten rid of uh, Upton, who, by the way, has not even played for the Mariners yet. Oh, he been, hasn't. No, it's been like a month. Wow, so, so did they sign him to a minor league contract or what is I it? don't even know. I thought it was a major league contract. I thought so too. I thought he was coming straight so, up to the majors. So what happened? Medicals didn't go through or <sighs> is he like you know, what's I haven't going heard anything. On? I have no nothing ever since that happened. I looked him up, uh nothing. Wow. I, I haven't seen anything. So it's already been like more than a month. 
Yeah, they got him uh, a few weeks back. Yeah, almost a month ago. So yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know what Mr. Jerry Depoto's thinking over there. I don't know. I think Depoto was getting desperate, man, because uh, his his job may be in question. They gave him a long leash, bro. Oh, dude, he got rid of so many people. I still give him props for fleecing the Mets. Oh yeah, he did a good job with he Crawford. Did, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I give him that. Mm-hmm. But it's just been failed attempt after failed attempt after failed attempt. He's gotten rid of so many studs that had gone. There's actually a video on YouTube that explains every single trade that he did. And you're like, oh, crap, the Mariners had that player? The Mariners yeah. had that player? Like, imagine if they had those players now, they would be up there with the, with the Astros. Well, I think they got their Adele, which I don't want to say he's them, because I, I, he's put up better numbers than Klinetic, or how, how yeah, do you say? Yeah, uh, Jerry Kalinick. Yeah, Klinetic. Like, like that dude was like a great AAA dude, and they're like, oh, he's ready to go, this, this, and that. He's their Adele. Yeah, man. He's come up, and he had a bad last year, and then they thought, okay, that was just an albatross. He'll be good this year. Dude, he's just as bad. Yeah, that dude hasn't hasn't done anything, man. Yep. And he, yeah, you know, it happens. Yeah. Maybe the guy wasn't supposed to come up yet, but he was supposed to be the guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it just didn't work out for him, which sucks because I picked him up in every fantasy league that I had and <laughs> I got burnt. <laughs> Y'all, this is my guy. <laughs> yeah. He hit a homer, I think, his second game of ever playing ball. I'm like, oh, dude, I scored. And it was like strike it after strike it. I had to oh, drop him. Yeah. It was it was game over after that, but yeah, man, like it was. I lost my train of thought. What the fuck were we talking about? Oh, we're just talking about uh, our boy Upton up in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know, man. Uh, I think Perry should, you know, think about trading Adele now. I, I I personally think he's gonna get traded, and you know, the Marlins have so much that we can get and gain from. We just need to go and get our our needs. We need a shortstop. Let's stop playing. We need a second <clears throat> baseman. Let's stop playing. We I need have, a catcher. Let's yeah, stop playing. We do, we do. I, I, to me, for some reason, dude. I know you're bringing up Miami, but I just have this overwhelming feeling that he's going to be wearing a Cincinnati Reds jersey. I just have this feeling that he's going to be in Cincinnati. We're going to see him playing uh, meaningless games in August and September. Well, what about the Rockies? Uh, they lost Chris Bryant. That could happen too. They need a little something, you know, for for those fans because God, I feel for the Rocky fans, man. I really feel for them. If you thought we had a shitty front office. The Rockies take the cake. Every year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, you know, so <laughs> what if Fidel goes there? When, uh, Fidel. Adele. <laughs> Fidel Castro. Yeah. Uh, what if Adele goes to Coors Field, man? He's going to be another CJ Crone. Dude, okay, even in that World Series year where they went to you know, their own one and only World Series Rockies, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but they did not have the greatest pitching even then. And so a franchise like they had Jimenez, our, right? Ubaldo Jimenez during that during that time. Uh, maybe yeah. I think Ubaldo Jimenez. I can't even remember anyone else on that rotation. I know yeah. their bullpen was good, but but my point is the the Rockies like like Angel fans have been asking for pitching for the last seven years since 2015 2014. So maybe eight years. Right. And we were like, oh man, we've been asking for pitching forever, and you know, and it kind of came through this year. Try being a Rockies fan. They've been asking for pitching since their inception. Yeah. You know, and, and and they just can't, you know, get anybody to go there. They can't get anybody, none of their young players to, to, to come through. I mean, that team is always built on offense, no pitching. So you think you're frustrated as an Angels fan. Try being a Rockies fan. Such a beautiful stadium, such a beautiful state. Yep. And and just to have owners that are so out of touch with, with baseball that, mm-hmm. like, how are you going to – own a team and not want to compete you know how are you going to trade Arenado and pay 50 million on top of that to get him out of your team <laughs> and then turn around and fucking get chris bryant that doesn't make any sense how, how like what are you thinking mm-hmm. 
Like that is the the like. Come on, not even a fantasy league. You would do some stupid shit like that. Yeah. And so I don't understand what they're doing over there. But hey, man, they got the money to fuck around. I guess. Well, you're right. I mean, with a team like that, that's a team we could fleece too. So we have to add them to the list. You know, Rockies, Reds, Marlins. And maybe, you know, I, I don't I don't put the Pirates in there because the Pirates always get something good back. You know, they always work a good trade. You well, know? they get fleeced too a lot. Sometimes, but then they also bring back guys who are like, wait, didn't they get him from the Yankees? Didn't they get them from... Because the Yankees seem to be their number one trade partner. Well, yeah, Javis and Tyon, they, they let go of uh, uh, Cole Tucker, right? That mm-hmm. dude. I, why didn't the Angels pick him up? I have no idea, What dude. is... Wait, so... Uh, one thing I will admit, I don't know how the waiver wire works for the uh, Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. I know how it works for fantasy baseball, obviously. Uh, does it does it work the same as fantasy? The same w- way. Are you serious? Yeah. So the Angels are waiver number three or something, right? Yeah, if they're so, up there, they have to wait for the other teams to pass on them. Everybody has to pass. Oh, and then so if you claim a dude, you go to the back of the list. Yeah. I mean, so. Okay, so now it makes sense. So mm-hmm. that's why the freaking Diamondbacks claimed him. Yeah, that's that's. I don't even know why they let go of Cole Tucker. This guy is a he's a stud. Well, I, on the other on the other hand, the Diamondbacks. Speaking of which, uh, they had that catcher Vashow or whatever. Yeah, like, that, that was that was brought Dalton up on. Marshall. Yeah, that was brought on the on the podcast. A lot of a lot of fans want that dude. That they they think he could be a really really good either backup or a guy who could overstart uh, next year over uh, Stassi. Well, we also wanted Carson Kelly last year, mm-hmm. and look at him now. He's nothing. That's true. <laughs> like, he That's hasn't true. done anything. But, yeah, I, I get Dalton Varsho is, is, is like a breakout player right now, but mm-hmm. we can't just go for the pretty penny, you know, that's that's the, the talk of the town right now. You just got to be a little bit more smart about what you get because you're going to have to give up a lot for those guys that are really doing great at the moment. That's true. For it to just fizzle out the, the year after uh, – I remember a lot of people were like, hey, let's trade for Carson Kelly. This guy is hitting bombs. And sure, he got hurt, broke his hand, and, and he hasn't been the same after that. What if he would have gotten him and we would have had a dude in the, the IL and not nothing to, to show for? That would have been a typical Angels move. <laughs> so, it would have happened. So maybe maybe by that not happening, that helps turn the tide. I mean, sometimes, I mean, you always have those things where it says sometimes the best trades are the ones you don't make. Exactly. So, But I'm tired of hearing that now. Like the I, best trade we didn't make was for Corey Kluber when they wanted um, – uh, what is it, Marsh and Adele? That's true. We would. They wanted Kluber. those two for Corey Kluber, man. Well, imagine that would have happened. We would have been decimated. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> and mean, now Kluber is like nothing in Tampa Bay. We freaking lit him up the last time he was here in L. Or in uh, Anaheim. And what about uh, what guy that I was touting a couple of years ago? Thanks to our, um, you know, our our favorite super agent Boris uh, Scott Boris. Uh, we all wanted Dallas Keuchel. We Keuchel. Like, yeah, we were like, oh, man, Keuchel's going to be the shit if he pitches in Anaheim. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, you know what? To be honest with you, Keuchel was already kind of starting to show that he didn't have the speed or the miles per hour when he was pitching. Mm-hmm. It was only a matter of time before he got exposed, and now the, the White Sox had to release him. But to be honest with you, I thought we had a good shot of getting Keuchel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, is that a waiver wire thing? Yeah, that's another waiver thing. So Diamondbacks jumped on him too. <laughs> so. Wait, so how, how the how the hell do the Diamondbacks get Keuchel? They should go back to thirty, right? Mm-hmm. To number thirty, mm-hmm. and then they get uh, what's his name that just got released, uh, Cole Tucker. Like, why did they get two of the guys? From what I understand, they the other teams passed on him. 
So so thirty teams passed on Keuchel. Yeah, or, on, or on, on Tucker. On Tucker, because that's the only way that. So us Angels pass on Tucker. I believe so, because that's the what? only that if if the Diamondbacks, which they did claim Keuchel, that they yeah they go to the back. So what happens is the next you know the, he's got to pass through waivers again. Uh, we might be missing something, bro, because it, 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 there is absolutely no way that Perry would let Cole Tucker pass him by. I don't know, man. Like, are you really, like, this guy is, he's dating Vanessa Hudgens, by the way. That's a stud already in, its, in itself. You just want to see her in Anaheim, huh? <laughs> like, like Kate Upton in Verlander. There you go. We wanted to get Verlander just so we can have Kate Upton up here. <laughs> nah, man, I'm just kidding. But, you know, why not? Like. I thought that the Angels had a good shot of getting Keuchel, and I mm-hmm. understand he's not the best, but he is a ground uh, ground ball pitcher, and maybe he could have done good with us, you know? Yeah. Who knows? It's just all, uh, what is it, uh, hindsight now. I think, I think though, the only reason why this, this season, if it was last season, I'm, I'm damn sure the Angels would have went after Keuchel if he was released last year. But uh, the, the fact that we are starting pitching, you know, isn't the real problem on this team for once uh, is one of those things where you're just like, you know. You don't think it's a problem? I don't think it's a problem, really. I think it's a problem. I think it's a problem when you bring a AAA guy to pitch against the best team in the National League. Okay, we'll see. There's, there's what I'm talking about. Okay, look. If you have a starting five, I'm good with that. This whole six-man rotation, let's put a rookie in that sixth spot, I don't like it. Right now, if we go with a traditional five, because they were saying, "Oh, we got to stretch out Syndergaard, we got to stretch out this guy," you know, we don't want him to have too much pressure on Otani. Give Syndergaard, him a six soft, by the way, and I'll say why. Okay, we'll talk about that in a second. But as far as <laughs> since we're on the rotation, but I'm just saying the rotation, the way it was built. I mean, you can interchange Suarez with Jaime because I do like how Jaime's been pitching. I like the way he's pitching. Yeah, and so you can go like that. But what I'm saying is. I really am frustrated the fact that we have to have six pitchers, and like you said, all of a sudden the rotation spot comes around, and we're throwing Jonathan Diaz against one of the best baseball uh, teams in the league. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. Right? You're going to kill the dude's confidence like they did with Silset. Exactly. Day. So what are we dream cu- uh, dream ca- uh, crushers here? Like, come on! I, uh, I don't know. We're supposed to be building these guys up. You're you're messing up their mojo. Mm-hmm. Why would you? Bring up a dude from AAA that's facing dudes from AAA and probably you know shoving over there. Now you got you got him facing the freaking Mets who have forty wins now. Yeah, and and you know like really that's that's what you're gonna do to your fucking prospects, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I just like the arms we have right now. If Syndergaard, let's talk about him. Were to were to be pitching normally, I think he's a good guy. You got Sandoval who pitched a, a, you know two runs the other night. Should have got the win. Got a hard luck loss. Um, you know you got Otani's Otani. So I and Lorenzen's been our best starting pitcher. That dude's been a bull out there, dude. And he was the one that was being doubted the most. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. oh, how are we going to get a you know relief pitcher? To and be... that's a type of guy we should extend because again, he grew up in Anaheim. He's an Angels fan. You want to extend him? I would like to extend him. I really like the what he brings to the team. Loki. That's what we good. said about Bundy. <sighs> but, but I, I you when know, Bundy was killing it in twenty twenty. But I do say though. He's a different pitcher. You know what I mean? Like, he's got more. I mean, you see how buff and, and built that dude is? Yeah, but this is baseball. This is not fucking football, you know? True. Like, but, but he's coming through. Like, like he looks amazing. Like, again, I wouldn't give him the contract now. But I'm saying if he's pitching like this into August and he's leading the team with wins, yeah. why not throw him a two-year deal and be like, hey, bro, you know, like, we want to extend you. Two-year what? 210? Two-year 210. Yeah, like 1010. Oh, uh, 
Oh, two year twenty. Yeah, yeah. I that's that's fair enough to me. I'd even go as high as twenty five because if you're pitching, if you're gonna if you're pitching Syndergaard one year twenty five or twenty six, however much it was. All right. I, I, th- see, I see what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, I, I think he's worth it to okay. me. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. Syndergaard, man. Okay, let's talk. About what it. is up, dude? We got the Mets in town. <laughs> You are talking all this mess about this is the real no-hitter here, you know. He's got three opportunities, too. <laughs> and then you're talking about, I left the Mets because of all the uncertainty between mm-hmm. that team, so I came to the Angels with even more uncertainty. <laughs> like, bro, like, shut your mouth. Yes. And then it's your turn in the rotation, and it happens to be against the Mets. hmm What are we doing, bro? Why are we skipping your start and having you pitch against the the next thing coming up? Are you are you really that soft? Are you were you really hurt? Here's his excuse. His ex- I, I don't know what his ex- excuse is. I, I promise you, bro. You're the first person to tell me. I want to hear. It. Okay, his excuse is this: is that he would have been moved up in his spot in the rotation, which he did not want to do. Step on anyone's toes. Number one. Number two, he wants at the Dodgers because of all the Dodger fans that gave him crap for talking about Mookie Betts and him being a, uh, what is it called, vegan. A fucking vegan. Yes. But that was a fake quote. So why is he worried about a fake quote? That's what the excuse was, is that he wants to be the bull against the Dodgers, <laughs> not the Mets. That that guy is soft. I'm telling yes. you right now because it, 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 he's soft. There's absolutely no reason why he's going to go fight for a fake quote when everybody knew that's a troll page. That troll page does fake quotes all the time. Mm-hmm. And so many people fell for it. And I posted it on Basis Loaning on Instagram. And I said, this is funny. But by the way, it's a fake quote. It's not true. And then for Syndergaard to get hung up. You know, on the whole, oh, I want to pitch against the Dodgers because mm-hmm. I want to, I want to, you know, because of the quote. That's bullshit, bro. You were scared of the Mets because you knew the Mets were going to have their entire. Okay, so I was. When was the game? Saturday. Mm-hmm. I was at the game on Saturday when Walshie hit the grand or the um, when he got the cycle. When Otani almost had the cycle, and when Trout almost had the cycle, we could have three cycles in one night. I was at that game, mm-hmm. and guess who else was was at that game? The whole entire trout farm was full of Mets, Mets fans. I, I guess they have this whole pantoon thing that the Dodgers do. The Mets have it too. Well, they traveled. They had like maybe 300 people on, on trout farm. At least. Yeah. And also the stadium was full of Mets. It was just not the, the trout farm. And I think it was his turn to pitch on Saturday, was it? It was his if, turn to pitch on Saturday and Sunday if he was pushed back. He actually pushed himself back two games. See what I mean? So it was Saturday. He would have pitched against that crowd. I'm going to tell you right now, that guy is soft. He backed down. There's absolutely no reason for him to back down, dude. He knew that the Mets fans were going to be there. He knew that it was going to be like... I was at that game, dude. I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you right now. It felt like a playoff atmosphere. It was extremely packed. We had a great night, and it's why we were so loud. But the Mets fans were extremely loud too. It was it was just an insane atmosphere. But the whole fact that uh, Thor backed out, I think he was just being soft. And and that's that's seriously, dude. Like I thought you're Mister Superhero that you're coming in for it and you're all up for it. And and when the opportunity presents itself for you to come up and 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 you know all that talk you were talking you want to back down and be soft about it bro and push your your start back twice because you want to face the dodgers on a fake quote bro that's fucking soft 
And I don't need a, a fucking pitcher like that that's soft in my team. I think he's scared, too, for the fact that he's not coming out there striking out guys, getting the swing and miss ratio that he was with the, when he was with the Mets in his heyday. Uh, he's more of a ground ball pitcher, a sinker-type pitcher, and maybe the Mets would have ate him up. And that crowd, again, like you said, that playoff atmosphere. Rowdy. Yes, they were rowdy, and they... I think they weren't your traditional New York fans that we see from the Yankees that come in here. They're fake New Yorkers. You know, they even try the fake accents, but they're not really from New York. Maybe they had family growing up there. They were a kid, and they've been so cow their entire life. So it's all BS with them. But these, for the most part, I would say more than half had to have been real Mets fans, dude, that have been to Shea and to been to the new city field. They're the real Mets fans that knew their Mets baseball. And I give them credit. The ones that were in that section you were talking about, they were loud, they were rowdy, they were chanting. Uh, they were very vocal, and I could just imagine the heat Syndergaard would have gotten if he had a dud. Well, I'll tell you what happened. When tra- uh, <laughs> when Syndergaard was up on the Jumbotron in between innings, you know how they do, oh, guess the song, you know, Katy Perry, you know, I kissed a girl, <laughs> oh. whatever. Uh, when he came up to say whatever he was, ha- what he was going to say, the entire I felt like the entire stadium was booing him. It was like boo, like extremely loud. I'm like, holy crap, what happened? Oh yeah, it's the Mets freaking booing uh, Syndergaard. Mm-hmm. They were on him. They were wearing him out, dude. He's lucky he never like pitched. They would have worn him out the entire game, <laughs> and he probably would lost a lot of street cred. He probably would have got he would have gotten his ass kicked. Probably, dude, or it might have been one of those things where. If the Mets had any ill will to her, towards him, you know, in the game, maybe that would have been the first angel fight right there. You know what oh, I mean? That would have been amazing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so at the end of the game, uh, you know how usually you walk to the uh, to the hats and just hang out there for a little bit. Correct. I seen a lot of uh, Mets shirts that said mm-hmm. Orange County Mets. So there there must be a group here in OC that is dedicated for the Mets only, and that's oh, okay. probably who they were. Okay, you know, and and. and they do have uh, some booster groups for that for a certain team. So, uh, you know, hey, I, I, I like that only for the fact that, you know, those are passionate fans. They're the fans that aren't going to start fights for the most part, but they're just going to do their thing and make themselves vocal. I'm good with fans like that. It's it's the uh, it's the <coughs> Dodgers fans that are uh, they're assholes that we all hate and despise. Very true. And Trout Farm, we had a dude <clears throat> with an Angels uh, flag. So he goes to the first row <laughs> and and um, in between game and he just shoots the flag right in front of them and he's like waving it and all the, the, the fans are like, whoa, you know, the, the, the Mets fans and everybody got a whiff of it. Everybody's looking at it. So all the Angel fans are like, yeah, going crazy. Mm-hmm. It was it was cool. I got it on, on tape or not on dating tape. myself. <laughs> I got it on videotape, okay, VHS. Can I, can I rent it from Blockbuster when you're done? <laughs> you can get it from those mom and pop stores. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but you have to go to that special section where that little blanket oh, it's is behind, covering it's it. Oh, it's behind the curtain. Okay. Yeah, behind the curtain because it's X-rated. It's <laughs> wow. too crazy for your eyes to see. I mean, dude. Angel, I, I, Angel I, Games I, gone wild. <laughs> <laughs> Angel fans gone wild bringing out the fan, uh, the, the flags. Dude, so I, I recorded it with my, with my phone, my iPhone. Uh-huh. And uh, it was it was pretty cool, dude, to see that, you know, but... Honestly, I appreciate that the fans came out. It, it literally felt like an, a playoff atmosphere. The best team, excuse me, the best team in the National League against our team. Yeah, and and we did good. We got almost three uh, cycles. Um, I was so scared when that dude that hit the home run at in the ninth inning, the center fielder, when Walshy hit it to him, and he missed the diving catch. 
I was so scared that they were going to give it, give him an error, you know, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't have been a cycle. And everybody's like, is it a cycle? Is it an error? And I'm like screaming on, on the video. I posted it on, on our Instagram page. I'm like, it's a cycle. It's a cycle. Stop saying error. And two batters, or I think two pitches later, it came up on the Jumbotron. They're like, oh, it's a cycle. And the fucking crowd just went wild. You yeah, know? it was cool. It was honestly... I got to see the Detmers no hitter, amazing, mm-hmm. and now I got to see the the Walshy uh, uh, cycle. I didn't get to see the Otani because I wasn't in Tampa Bay. I didn't get to see the Trout. Uh, I was gonna go to that Trout thing, but I worked late that day. Mm-hmm. I missed I missed that you know uh, the Trout cycle, but at least I got the Walshy man, and it was a great atmosphere. I, I'm glad. And my my brother, you know, he went. He 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 was for it. He bought tickets. He's like, let's go. And I was like, let's go, dude. Fuck it, you know. It was it was a good time. That's good because lately there hasn't been a lot to cheer about for the Angels, but the fact you got those memories, uh, you know, and I got stubs, not oh, not to- yeah, I got the the actual hand paper thing, you know, because okay. usually you don't get them anymore. You get the uh, uh, electronic little screenshot. Mm-hmm. I got the the stub. We were sitting in the three hundred seats, you know, right were right next to the uh, uh, suites or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, this is my second time sitting on those seats, and I'll tell you, Angel Angel Stadium, those seats fucking suck. <laughs> okay, I don't care, they suck. It, it, the only cool part is that you walk next to the people that have the the uh, the suites, mm-hmm. and you get to see, you know, pictures of uh, Rod Carew. You get to see, you know, like like posters of whatever's yeah, happened before, yeah, which yeah. is it's cool. You feel like, oh, I made it, you know. But then you get sent down right there, and it's so tight. You got the ushers like, "Hey, sit down back there." Like, I felt like I was in jail, man. It was like too much. Yeah, the seats are too cramped. I'm hoping that when, when, and if Artie wins the battle or doesn't get uh, rung up by the feds, when they do do the um, what is it called the um, renovation? The renovation. They space it out a little bit, maybe add another section to compensate because there are. Uh, how I don't get, like, you know, there's Angels fans, there are a lot of portly ones out there. I don't see how they could fit in those seats, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm just saying, those are some old-ass seats, not contoured to the uh, average American nowadays. No, I mean, that's... They're, they're from the 60s, man, 70s, when, <laughs> when we were thinner, you know? Yeah. We yeah. weren't. We didn't have McDonald's in every corner. I mean, you could paint them Edison Field when it was redone, but <laughs> they never fixed the seats. Those are the same faded pink uh, reddish ones yeah. from the 80s, dude. So The only difference is that you have a little thin little pa- uh, pad that where you can sit your butt in. That's yeah. the only difference yeah. about those seats and the fact that they're way tighter. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And then the other thing that's even worse is, like, sometimes you get into an aisle and you're like, damn, dude, like, like you don't want to get up because you're going to piss someone off. There's, like, yeah. no room. I mean, you're tripping. You're stepping on people's shoes, touching their knees. I mean, if they stand up, you're rubbing your ass sometimes, you know, on, on other people, and yeah, it's not comfortable. The, they, they, it's not. And then they have the worst beer selection right there, man. Oh, yeah. It's like they have yeah. Modelo. They have – what's that other – Fucking girly drink, uh, White Claw, yeah, White and, Claw, and all those seltzers or whatever. Nobody wants to drink that shit. I, I had, I was looking for like an IPA. Like, uh, what do they have? So they have that, uh, what is it? A uh, slap and tickle from, yeah. uh, Brewery X, right? Mm-hmm. It's okay, you know. Uh, but they, they suck at delivering. You know, they brought me a freaking different beer. I'm like, hey, you guys brought me the wrong beer. And they're like, no, we didn't. And it was just like this whole ordeal. And it's like, bro, yeah. I could have just gotten up and got my beer and sat down quicker. Because that's the thing, dude. Like on an average night when it's like 20, mm, under 30,000, it's rather easy to get a food, get get your food and your beer in a timely manner. 
But when it's like a sellout, bro, it it is they don't they do not have enough concession stands. No. The lines are huge. So even if you do the Postmates things, it it does take an, a while, dude. Talking about that, so that 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 was the first game the Angels brought out the uh, City Connect uh, mm-hmm. jerseys. What do you there think you. about those, man? I think out of all the ones that have come out, you know, you saw Kansas City's, which I thought was very um very mellow, not not really good looking. Um, you know, and you had a you had a Washington's, which I thought was the best. You know, coming into this one with the flowers. Yeah, I didn't like Arizona's. I didn't like uh, uh, San Francisco's. Not. Yeah, the Dodgers was as was unimaginable as possible. I'm gonna be serious, dude. And (laughs) you're probably gonna laugh, but they look like County Jail Blues. Yeah, those fucking things that give you the uniforms when you go to County Jail. Yeah, not that I would know because I haven't been in County Jail. (laughs) Uh, But they literally look like that, dude. Like seriously. (laughs) Well, they just slapped. I mean, it looks like a spring training jersey. They just slapped the Los Doyers on it. You know, basically, and all blue. Pants and, and jersey. Yeah, that looks like something out of those bad jerseys from the seventies. I did like the Chicago's one that says South uh, South Side. I thought that was pretty cool. See, okay, I I get the Chicago thing, mm-hmm. but that's not a Chicago thing. It's not. That's an L.A. thing. Exactly. And the Dodgers should have had that old English style. Yep. 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 That I'm sorry. I know. Or we, even like the Hollywood font. Right. That something. But I still think that Dodgers should have had the the the, the what is it old English font mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of the whole you know hip hop and back then it was like old English and mm-hmm. the criminal you know element of it yeah, yeah because I'm not I'm not I'll be honest I'm not talking shit right now on the on the Dodgers being criminal fans or whatever but they are yeah but <laughs> that would have been the perfect jersey for the Dodgers Crim- criminal <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 old English, old English font on orange uniforms, county uniforms. <laughs> yeah, county blues, man. And that would have been perfect. And this is me being serious. Mm-hmm. Chicago has nothing to do with old, mm-hmm. old English, even though the jerseys look pretty sick. Yeah, and here's the thing too. Um, there was some leaked ones with the Angels ones that were coming out. And speaking of, I just want to touch on that. There was a, it was like supposedly black with like orange on, you know, orange saying Orange County on the front. And I thought, you know, that would be a cool concept. You know, I was hoping for some sort of orange, you know, if they had a patch with like an orange tree or some orange groves or something. I was like, okay. But then when they started talking about, you know, like they had the Southern Pacific, you know, train uh, logo for the Anaheim patch on the side. And then you had the surf shop and it had that little thing. And I wasn't too excited about the cream. But then when it came together with the hat and the helmet. And then the the lines on the sleeve, I'm like, man, that's a really slick ass jersey, dude. I so, really like it. I'm a fan of cream, you know, off white color. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've always envied the Giants color, uh, their whites, their home whites, and all yeah. that. Yeah, uh-huh. and I think uh, does the Philly have cream too? Phillies have that. The Brewers have that. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I've always thought that those look great. You know, sure the fucking bright white looks cool too mm-hmm. that's so generic but i've always thought that cream looked great and now when i seen the angels have it and the way the the font for the angels the color they chose mm-hmm. the whole beach vibes i honestly as soon as i seen it I, I i loved it man yeah those flew off the shelf they have a ton of back orders and nationwide, they had a poll on ESPN and also FS1, and they said those are the cleanest, uh, cleanest city connects ever, or yeah. from all of us, from so all far, of them, from yeah. everyone. They look really. good. I have to admit, man, they mm-hmm. are clean, and especially at the uh, stadium, the jumbotron is is cream now. I took a picture of it. I showed it to you earlier. Mm-hmm. It's it's that off off white for everything. It's that now they have the little waves coming in every oh, time they announce. Yeah, it's it's. 
it's a refreshing thing to see because you're so used to seeing that regular Aces 2002. Mm -hmm. You know, back when I was a young kid, I was used to seeing the CA or the freaking Angel Wings, you know. Uh, It's refreshing to see that because you and I know that we need a different uniform now. I think that we played it out already. I think so, too. Just like the Rally Monkey, which I, if you've been to any game this year, you can tell that they're trying to fade that sucker out. Right. You know, like like yeah. they're trying to do anything but the rally monkey. Twenty two years old now. Or yeah, what is it? something like that. Something like that. They're they're gonna find their He's niche. old enough to drink. Yeah, basically. But I do like the fact that you know we talked about this last year too. That like on the twentieth year anniversary, I think they're gonna stick with a red. But maybe just maybe with the city connects that have come out and they've seen how great the concept is, they'll keep those for next year and whatnot. Yeah. But maybe next year, since it's been twenty years. Maybe we change the jerseys up because if you look around the league, you know, teams like the Royals, they went back to their powder blues. They went yeah. traditional. Texas did that too. Toronto did that. Some of these teams, the Brewers, they go back to a tr- more traditional early 80s, late 70s logo. Yeah, that throwback. Yeah, and then they spin it to, uh, you know, they put the new modern look on yep. it too. Maybe the Angels, like you said, are due for that because they've been very generic. The only thing they've added to their jerseys over the years was the red tops. Right. So that's about it. You know, they should see the fan reaction. The fans are enjoying it. Everyone yes. is it's getting them. Mm-hmm. Look look how how much they they accepted that. Like how about we just come up with off white, man? Off white mm-hmm. would be great with red. Oh, I know. I mean, it looks beautiful. I I personally love it. At first when I first saw it, I'm like, uh, I don't know if it's going to work, but then it just grew on me immediately. Grew on me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, that that I, I love that jersey, man, and, and I hope that it stays here for, for a long time. And I haven't gotten my jersey yet. I haven't had the chance, but I will be getting a Jared Walsh, number 20 jersey. Yeah, those those jerseys are looking sleek. The players love them. The fans love them. Like you said, it's going international. They're selling – I mean, non-Angel fans are buying them. Yeah, uh, and uh, do they sell jerseys? Jerseys. You mean uh, shirts? Jersey, like shirts that look like jerseys? Yes, they do those. They do the shirts, uh, the regular shirts, red ones, and they also do uh, nice-looking hoodies as well. Oh, is the hoodie all red, though? Yes, it's See, not. That's like, a, that's the only thing. They don't incorporate yeah, the like, cream. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Like I used to wear the red hat all the time, but it's just too flashy. I don't like being too flashy, mm-hmm. right? So if they had like a – I would buy a black with the Angels letters instead of being red them being cream Mm -hmm. just something different uh but yeah those jerseys i think they are they were the hit i think those jerseys and the astros jerseys are my favorite so far oh you like the astros i like them dude space city okay you know the the color and uh, i i i enjoy them they're they're cool for me because i love outer space and aliens and conspiracy theories and shit like that <laughs> that that hits home it i felt that okay that jersey okay hey, well i mean it is a rival but still that's cool man that's yeah cool. you sometimes you gotta give props you know like i just gave props to whatever dodgers they should have had the uh old english font instead mm-hmm. of their you know county blues representing their fans their fans you know yeah yeah criminal fans <laughs> they'd be like oh an homage to our fans you know they're wearing the the county jerseys <laughs> yeah might as well re- you know represent them they're already yeah and speaking <laughs> of the county guys ooh, we play them uh the next two games let's go what are you thinking man oh let's see okay so we're four games under um i oh. think i think right now we need to get to back to 500 and then w- once we do that, then we need to start getting uh, you know some dubs, and then we can you know stay above five hundred, win some 
some series. Now, this one is going to be tough to win a series. It's a two-game set. Uh, we're facing, uh, what is it, uh, Goslin and uh, Anderson? We are facing, for the first game, Anderson, uh, Tyler Anderson, mm-hmm. an ex-Pirates uh, pitcher, which I don't have a lot of faith in, even though he's, I think he's 7-0. and Both he pitchers are 7-0. 7-0, oh. oh. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. But it's not because they're good pitchers. Yeah, we, you're right. Every single time, and I know this because I have Anderson on my uh, fantasy team. I picked him off of mm-hmm. my, uh, the waiver wire. Um, I see his pitching. This guy gets blown up every single time he's pitching. He's given up four runs, five runs. But the reason he's winning is because uh, Dave Robert, Roberts will let him pitch till the sixth inning so he can get his 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 start in. But the thing is that the Dodgers outscore everyone they play, like the freaking uh, the Diamondbacks. Well, you know, not they're, lately. They're playing well, not lately, but they they have and mm-hmm. and they're playing just some weak teams. That's why it reflects on their win and loss uh, uh, record, which shouldn't be the be all tell all. Uh, as to what the pitchers are, it, you know this guy. They did they did they trade him from the Pirates I think so, or yeah. was he a free agent? He's a he's a trade from what I remember. Was he? But yeah. he's got like a four thirty four ERA, so he's kind of high. It's a uh, Goslin who's, who's actually seven and zero. He's got like a one something ERA. He's got a one eighty seven or something like that. Um, the dot, like you're right. I mean these guys, but the, but then again, when you have Kershaw, Bueller, and Urinal Cake. As you're starting third, urinal kick. Yeah, Urius. I hate that guy. <laughs> I hate that bastard. <laughs> I caught you off guard with that one, dude. My bad. My bad. <laughs> why? Why urinal kick? I don't know. That's what. That's the first thing I think about when I, when I think of Urius. Yeah, urinal kick. Urinal kick. Yeah. <laughs> I never heard you say that. But when you got those guys anchoring your rotation, like these guys are facing four, you know, they're four and five guys. You got a really good lineup. You're going to get some wins. Sorry, dude. <laughs> yeah, I caught him way off guard. My bad. We're going to have to pause. Yeah. <laughs> we'll edit this out. Yeah, all right. Bro. <laughs> yeah. So, so t- Tuesday, we're actually going to face Syndergaard. And, I mean, not Syndergaard. Goslin. Goslin, yeah. Catterday, uh, he's a, he's a huge fan of cats, by the way. Oh wow! I bet you most Dodger fans don't know that because they're just followers. <laughs> exactly. But us baseball heads know, you know, baseball in general. Uh, so we're facing Goslin tomorrow or tonight. If you're listening to this podcast in the morning, Tuesday morning, mm-hmm. uh, we got Syndergaard. He wanted a pitch tonight. Yeah, right? He's got the vegan. Yeah, he don't want to. He wants to step up. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Goslin. He's seven to zero with. Uh, one point five eight ERA. Oh, man. five eight. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah. he's like there. I I haven't seen his starts or anything, but he was supposed to be a a dude. He pitches like high high nineties and everything. So yeah, he's he's got some good stuff. So I don't know, man. How do you think this first game's gonna go? Uh, I actually see us taking a loss in this one. I see us pinning a win uh on uh or a loss on uh Anderson in the second one. Wait, so you have more. Uh, trust in Detmers than you do Syndergaard? I think so. Detmers has pitched good the last two starts. Like, he's starting to get it together again. He had that streak after the no-hitter, which he was god-awful, but he's he's getting better. Um, and I do like the Angels to get that second win. Uh, it's going to be tough against Gosselin in Game 1, to be honest with you. But then again, I could be wrong because right now the Dodgers are scuffling. You know, they've, they uh, are. They've lost, uh, you know, got swept by the Giants. Yep. They haven't been playing good Over since the they since they played, uh, I believe, the Diamondbacks, like you said. Yeah. They're like 4-6 and six in their last 10 or 3-7 and seven in their last 10. So they're not. They, they've been struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know, man. I I honestly, I know that we're fuck. We've lost a lot of a lot of games lately, but I got a good feeling the Angels. Uh, we play them good sometimes, you know, and and I think that we have a good shot uh, at. Or, or you know, we got Taylor Ward coming back, mm-hmm. so we got most of our lineup. Actually, that's our full lineup because we got Rendon back, we got Trout, yeah. we got we got uh, Ward. Now we got Washi, you know, all hot. He's been clutch for us the entire season. We got Otani over here, you know, starting to to get out of his little slump. Mm-hmm. I think we can outbang them. It's going to be probably high scoring games because. I hope so because you got you look at their lineup. Um, Mookie Betts has been like their hottest hitter, along with Gavin Lux. But for the most part, Justin Turner's uh, like having the worst year of his yeah, career he is, right now. Finally, yeah, he's finally falling off. I don't like that, dude. Um, but you got the guy that you liked last year, and I like too now is Trey Turner. Uh, so he's going to be a he's got to be the difference. You keep him future off the angel. Bag. I hope so. I really hope so. If he's a future angel, that means we can't have Otani. You know that, right? Well, I mean, it depends on how much he's going to command. I mean, maybe oh, Perry can move some money around. Turner's probably going to want at least a cool three hundred. I don't know if he's worth three hundred though. I think have he's... you seen him slide? No, that alone is worth a hundred <laughs> million. <laughs> I would say, yeah, I would say he's about a good one eighty two hundred. You think so? Yeah, I don't think. How he's old 30. is he? Like, is he going to be thirty? I think he's twenty nine. Yeah, twenty nine. Yeah, you just got to tread with with caution. With yeah, that. you do, but I still think he's good for another four or five years. You know what I mean? But. But but outside of him and but and bets and Lux, I mean Cody Bellinger is like one hit out at fifteen. You know yeah, what I mean? He sucks ass, trash, dude. Uh, yeah, and they've, so they've had a lot. And a guy like Will Smith, who I thought was going to have a breakout year this year, he's not really done he's, all that. Yeah, much. he hasn't. Yeah, he was supposed to be the the guy hitting homers, getting on base, he's supposed to be that. the number one catcher in the league. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I was going to draft him on my fantasy league. See? But somebody took him. <laughs> yeah. Somebody reached for him, and now that guy's suffering. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's not playing that good. So they do have holes in that lineup so you know who i would worry about in this game more than anybody aside from like mookie hmm. i would worry about uh gavin lux yeah yeah gavin lux because a guy like max monkey who you would think about last year he's playing like shit he's not doing great he's, he's... 156 average so yeah he's, he's worse than our our boy squid but muncie like you said or not muncie um lux uh, yeah gavin lux he's hitting 300 he, he is and even um i'm still putting him uh, to have a good game against Detmers, lefty on lefty, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the guy that we should... He's probably going to be the X factor. If he goes off, the Dodgers have a good shot at beating us. But um, we were facing mediocre pitchers, I think, even though Gonsolin is 7-0 and uh, Anderson. Anderson, you know, I think the uh, the Angels can can come off and pull off a, a sweep, okay. even though it's a two-game series. Who, who's your X factor for the Angels, since Lux is the Dodgers? Um, man, I mean, I'm always going to say Walshy. That's a good call. I would say the same thing. Because he, Walshy, he's that quiet assassin. Mm -hmm. He is going to walk and pimp that walk. He's going to look at you straight in that face with that beard. (laughs) And you don't know if he's happy or he's going to fucking rip your head off. Mm -hmm. He's going to go up to bat and he's going to give you good at bats. He's going to hit a double. He's probably going to hit a shot. You know, nice little bomb. I think it should be Walsh. But 
it shouldn't always be Walsh, man. Well, especially though, if Trout and Rendon or maybe Otani are getting on ahead of him and Walsh is knocking him in, yeah, I could definitely see Walsh being the MVP in these two games because I think a lot of times you've seen the Angels, how they played this year. If Walsh is going good, they're going good. Yeah, definitely. And and Walsh has been our clutch hitter this whole entire year. Yeah. He's been consistent. He hasn't gone through a, a major, you know, uh, a slump. He's been there the whole time. Uh, but if it's not him, it has to be Rendon. Yeah, Rendon's got to got to get on it because I'm telling you, if you're, I think we're going to see Ward return to what he was doing, and Trout, you know, lessening his strikeouts, Otani getting going, and Walsh, like you said, has been clutching for the most part. But if, like you said, Rendon can get back any bit of what he had at any point of just of a consistency, whether it's a walk, it's a double, you know, he doesn't have to hit the home runs, but but if he could do that. This team would go places, man. At Angel Stadium that day that I went on Saturday, there was a there was a um, a stat that said uh, the Angels win more games when Rendon's in the lineup. Yep, and I mean that's that's great. There's something like uh, 15 games over 500. Right. Yeah. And let's keep it going, guys. Let's just keep you know passing the baton to the next guy. Get mm. on base. You know, if Nevin wants us to play that 1986 ball, then. Go for it. You know, we don't have to keep uh, winning games by just hitting home runs. Let's manufacture some runs, and then we got some speed. We got – I mean, the other what does the speed have to do with these guys can't even get on base with, with Wade and, and, and um, Velasquez, you know? Mm-hmm. But we just got to manufacture runs, especially against the Dodgers. They have a really good bullpen still. Um, I think uh, Gratterall got hit around the other time. Except Kimbrough. <laughs> Oh, Campbell, man, what happened? He's another He's Iglesias, off. dude. Yeah, they're both, dude. They're both similar numbers. If you look at it, they're both around four thirty ERAs. I like Campbell, man. So I don't know what happened to you know. I think Iglesias has had some hard luck. I don't know what's. I up think with it's bad Kimbrough. luck with Iglesias. I still, yeah. I, I still have his back one hundred percent. I do too. I I trust him when he comes in there. Kimbrel, not as much. You know, for as much shit the Dodgers fans talked on Jansen over the years, oh, he's a two-pitcher pitcher, he got the job done most nights. He did. And look what he's done in doing, doing in Atlanta. And I bet you right now if you were to ask Dodger fans, would you want Kimbrel now or Jansen still, they'd go to Jansen. Of course. Yeah, because, you know, they obviously Jansen has been doing good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, Iglesias, I still have your back, bro, if, if you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. Hit me up on the DMs. There you we'll go. We'll get you in here. We'll talk in Spanish if we have to. I'm bilingual. I'll just say C, C, C. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, dude, uh, I think the uh, Angels have a really good shot of getting uh, or pulling out to uh, the the two wins this this uh, this series. Okay, all right. Um, I'm calling for a split, split dude. Yeah. yeah, I'm calling for a split, but uh, I'm hoping you're right and I'm wrong. Believe me, <laughs> I really am because there's nothing more than I like to see is to beat the Doyers. And then also get on a win streak because we have had we've been traumatized the last month. Well, look at spring training. We were filling ourselves, man. When we were, we beat them with with uh, Ward hitting that home run and mm-hmm. at uh, was it at Dodger? No, it was at Angel Stadium. It was Angel when it Stadium, happened. Yeah. yeah, we were filling ourselves. It was it was great. Then mm-hmm. the season started. We lost four games right away. We were last place. But yeah. I think that we have a really good shot at uh, getting this this uh, two game series. And for me, it's all it's all about bragging rights because come the next day when I go to work, we got, we got those obnoxious fucking Dodger fans always talking crap. You know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it, for for us, it's just bragging rights right now. Even though I know that the Dodgers are in a better situation than we are right now. Um, but let me just ask you a question. After everything that's happened. 
losing streak, you know, our winning streaks, we're doing great. Now we just totally collapsed worse than the fucking Padres did uh, a couple years ago mm-hmm. or last year. And now we got our guys back. We got our, our lineup back. Do you think our guys, our team is going to get back up and be the team they were at the beginning of the season? Or do you think we're just going to be that 500 team that's going to be fighting with the uh, with the uh, Mariners and the Rangers throughout the, for the rest of the season? I think uh, there's a couple of reasons. Even if we were to flounder a bit, uh, I think the fact that Boston's in that division with Tampa – uh, Toronto and the Yankees, uh, they're going to take some losses. So they're going to stay kind of okay. close to us. And there's really no one that I'm scared about that's going to leapfrog us or be that team that's going to be you know jum- jumbling up with us to fight for that last wild card. Now, I do think they're going to move up the rankings. I think the Angels are going to eventually get over 500, get on a streak, start winning series, uh, and then looking better. I think I, I do have faith in this team. This is not last year's team. And uh, I, I really think that the leadership uh, with the starting pitching is going to set the tone. Uh, they might not be vocal, but I think with their on-the-field game experience and keeping us in games, I think the offense will finally turn it around to where we score to our potential. If we score to our potential, we're going to beat a lot of these teams, dude. And you'll see the winning mojo come back to the bullpen, and they'll start locking up games, not being in these butt clinchers. And uh, and I do believe the Angels are going to be uh, major buyers at the deadline. Man, I hope so. Because our schedule after the uh, Dodger series, it just loosens up big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we start getting teams that are not, you know, under teams that are under 500, uh, aside from the Mariners, who I think we're probably going to have to be battling a little bit for the next upcoming uh, series. Eight times in 11 days. Right, yeah. And we got them for four games over the weekend. Five. Five? Yeah, because there's that double, double header. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. Um, sorry. Let me turn this off. You're good. Um, so, yeah, after the Seattle series, we come back home and we play the, the Kansas City Royals. Who are scuffling bad. Extremely. We need to get these wins, man. We have to sweep if we have to. I know it's sacrilegious to say, oh, we're going to sweep. And then, you know, we, we jinx it. Mm-hmm. You know, but again, then we come back with Seattle. Seattle comes back home. And, and we finally meet the White Sox, who... More than likely, won't even have Tony Larusa yep. there when we finally see them at the end of the, uh, the the month of June. And then again, you know, I think that we need to get these games. We need to beat these teams uh, so that when we start playing like Houston uh, come July, those those games are starting to matter. You know, we're back six, five games in exactly. standings. And and we have a chance to to get a game on them, you know. Wouldn't, chip, chip, chip here. Wouldn't that be amazing if we finish the month before July first and we're sitting five games out of Houston and we're maybe tied or or right at the all you know, maybe a game lead on the wild card. And all of a sudden, like you said, those three games that would not have mattered in Houston now are freaking a chance for us to at least steal a game in the series or in the standings by winning two out of three or by God, if we sweep, you know, we're right back in the fucking thing. And and what a freaking boost of momentum that would be for the team, knowing that you has, you suffered a 14-game losing streak, and you're right there for the division still before the freaking All-Star break. That would be the essential scenario that we need to get to, to uh, or that we need to get to. That Houston series is very pivotal for us. So, meaning that we need to beat the teams that we need to beat, like Seattle. Mm-hmm. I understand they're they're barely starting to show. You know, they're, they they you know they're a little late to the to the party, but they're there. We need to beat them, 
And then you got Kansas City. You got these teams. You got the White Sox. You know, they're all hurt. They're playing literally almost like AAA teams like mm-hmm. we were a couple weeks ago. We need to get these wins. So when we play the Houston, uh, uh, the Astros were were playing meaningful games. These mm-hmm. guys are invested. They're not just like, uh, we're just going through the motions, you know. And then trade deadline's coming around the corner. Perry's going to see that these guys are in the mix. We're going to get some trades. Oh, yeah. We're going to bring some dudes in. I don't think Perry's just going to sit pat and, and just see this team just <laughs> just crumble. No, he's not a Bill Stoneman. He's not a Tony Regans. He's not a Stan Pat type of GM. He's a guy that's going to be out there uh, making phone calls day and night. He his he. I love what he said in the press conference. He says he goes to bed at night uh, thinking what he could do to better this team, and he wakes up in the morning thinking about what he could do to better this team. I hope it's not fluff. I hope it's true. I hope it's true too. But for right now, I'm giving I'm giving him the props because of his prior moves. We have to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yep. He hasn't. He hasn't done. You know, something that you have to give him the benefit of doubt. No, Except no Kurt Suzuki. <laughs> I just don't, don't understand, dude. There had to be other dudes out there that were better than Suzuki. Like Rally Chris could have caught for us than Kurt Suzuki. Come on, man. Bro, I'm just saying, like, how are you going to bump? How are you going to trip over the same bump twice? Like, yes. are you that blind? I don't you know, know there's a bump right there, bro. You're going to step on it and trip again? <laughs> what are you thinking, you know that fire hurts if you touch it. Why are you doing it again? <laughs> Come on. Um, there, 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 there had to be some other guys out there. Anyone, and just anyone would have I been agree. a little better than him. <sighs> Why are we not bringing Tom, uh, uh, Tim Wallach's son? Uh, what's his name? Uh, I just know him as Wallach, but yes. Yeah, Tim yes. Tim Wallach, ex-Dodger. Matt Theis, even. Matt Theis. I'm a big proponent for, for, for Matt Theis. Yes, yes. I, I really, when when we went to spring training this year, uh, I made it a point to stay all the way to the end of the game so that I can see Matt Theis pitch, or uh, I mean, uh, get in the game mm-hmm. and catch. The guy's a freaking, he's a he's a huge guy, dude. Like yeah. I didn't know, I didn't even know how big he was. I'm like, dude, if you get a hold of one of these balls, bro, that, that ball is going to go 500 dead center. Yeah, he switched over to a catcher for a reason. I think they wanted to give him a solid year. But, you know, like you said, <clears throat> either one of those guys would be good because what we have right now with Stassi, even though we extended him, um, he's not an everyday dude. No, he needs his rest. Yeah, and he takes, he, you know, the most he does is two games in a row, and then he's off the third game, maybe even the fourth game. And we have to see Suzuki, and he's a freaking hole in the lineup, dude. <sighs> It's just a, it's a guaranteed out, man, mm-hmm. and it sucks to say that. I'm sure he's a great clubhouse guy, but bro, we we need some production on on the field, man. I'm sure you're a great guy, but it, it's the truth. Because, like you said earlier, <clears throat> a guy like Suzuki is going to make a guy like Wade and Velasquez stand out even more as far as not being able to hit. So we got we got too many holes in the lineup right now. Yeah, and that's when the tread deadline becomes very, very essential for us. And and only way uh, Perry is willing to splurge is if it's um, us actually we're actually winning. Mm-hmm. Because if if you were a a general manager and you saw the team not winning, why are you going to go and 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 trade guys for a team that's not producing anything for you? Yeah, and you saw what happened last year. Perry was like, "Hey, you know what? We're just going to dump guys, get who we can get, and move on." Yeah, and that's that's what happened because yep. we that's what we were. We literally gave up in May. Mm-hmm. You sure did. 
and that was horrible. I, whatever, man. Last season was last season, but at least there's still some type of a slither of hope that we can we we can come up get out of this freaking dark tunnel we're in right now. Because <clears throat> there's still a lot of season left, man. There is. I mean, you got 102 games left after you know a 14 game losing streak where you lose nine games in the standings. So, like, right now, again, it may look hopeless, but the, like you said, with the schedule the way it is, uh, the, the way the team hasn't even peaked yet, um, I think there's a lot of good yet to come, you know, and I think there will be under new management and uh, hopefully new leadership in the clubhouse. So do you think that we can actually pick off some guys from the White Sox since they – did you see that clip where the uh, Lance Lance already fighting with the third base coach mm-hmm. in the dugout? Mm-hmm. That, that – that team is starting to crumble. They're man. turning on themselves. Yeah, so who can we actually get from there? Let's get Madrigal from from them. Wait, well, no, Madrigal's in the uh, the Cubs now. Again, I mean, this is any team outside the AL West is open season. It should be. You know, we should have good relationships with everyone outside the AL West. Yeah, we just got to do something. We can't be. I just wish we went after. You know, I know. Did you hear the that the Dodgers because they might lose Wheeler, uh, Walker, Bueller to uh, a possible TJ mm-hmm. that they're going to go after top pitching. Oh, I agree. Oh man. I mean, I mean they, they, uh, I think it was Buster only, right. That said it or something like that. I, I'm not sure, but I know I heard it or read it somewhere <clears throat> that they're going after top pitching. So who, who, who is it? Is it, uh, Castillo? Is it German Marquez, Molly? I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, doubt it. Any of those names. Uh, who else is some, someone that's available for what? Well, just think about it, bro. They have a AAA farm system that's better than the Pirates, major league team. Yeah. They can go out there and just willy-nilly just dangle guys out there and get whoever they want. So that's the frustrating thing. That team is just so loaded, you know, organizational-wise. Yeah, and, you know, it is what it is. But this is a team that we're going to have to fight in the uh, tread deadline. We're going to we have are. to be fighting to to get players, and we're going to have to overpay if we're going to get them from the Dodgers. I agree. And that's when we probably won't get the guys, and Perry might back out out of something, and he we might get a number three guy. We might get a you know a dude that's not a sexy name, and we're back to square one with bottom of the barrel names, you know. Either that, or maybe he's gonna have to find a diamond in the rough, or a guy that's not as flashy as you would think. But uh, we're gonna when when have we found a diamond in the rough? <laughs> When's I, the last time? I think he got Sandoval. I know he's not your favorite, but he's a good pitcher. I I think I'm the only person in the Angels universe that doesn't like Sandoval. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, I, but I think he's solid, dude. I think you'll see his potential as this season gets going. I think you're going to see him. Has rocking. he done anything? Yeah, he's aside ra- aside from almost throwing a no hitter in, in the Twins. Well, he's uh, game. Ra- he's racked up a lot of innings, a lot of strikeouts. Uh, he's kept the ball down. He the thing is, they just don't score that much runs for him. I think his win loss re- record will be a lot better. But he has one of the lowest uh, run uh, run, support. run support for the team. Yeah. I just got to see it, dude. I got to. I got. I feel that every time he goes up, it's not a consistent thing. You you don't know what you're gonna get. You don't know if you're gonna get a f- masterful, you know, pitching outing by by him, mm-hmm. or he's gonna just shit the bed. I, that's how I feel, and mm-hmm. I don't like feeling like that about my pitchers. Well, see, the th- the difference is why why I kind of put him up there is because even when he doesn't have his best stuff and he's not striking out ten or eleven guys. He's keeping the team in the ball game. Like he'll he'll allow a hit or two or even a walk, and you got like two men on, and they're they're threatening. And he just bears down and pitches through it. So he may give you five or six and throw about a hundred pitches. He gave like the other start was like typical his start where it was two runs, eight hits, two walks. 
but he had four strikeouts and he pitched a, a quality start of six innings. I think that's how, who he is. And I think when he's on, he'll give you seven or eight. You know, I know in the group chat we said, <clears throat> I had said that he reminds me of C.J. Wilson mm-hmm. because at the tail end of his career because he never knew if C.J. Wilson was going to give you a good game or he was going to give you a clunker, right? Yeah. But he also reminds me of Irvin Santana okay. where you felt that he was going to give you a good game or he was going to give you a shitty game. You just didn't know you were on pins and needles the entire game, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's how that's how I felt about Irvin Santana. That's how I felt about C.J. Wilson towards, you know, like 2014. This is how I feel about about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I I need to see a lot more than what we've seen. I I don't want to feel uncertain every time our pitcher goes up to hit or uh, up to pitch. You know, did you feel like that about Weaver? No, because you thought that Weaver's gonna he was gonna win you the game. It was an automatic W. Yeah, we haven't had someone like that even with Otani. Like you still think like, is he gonna do good this this game or is he gonna get blown up? Yeah, because you know? keep feeling that he's going to hit that next level and not look back. But he's had those look-back games where he's been trash. Yeah. So that's where I'm at with, with Sandoval. And okay. I'm not saying trade him or anything, but what if you could? <laughs> what <laughs> would you get back? But we'd be down a pitcher and we wouldn't have pitching. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of have to ride out with him. Exactly. Hey, did we talk about uh, Tony Russa getting fired? or? Uh, we touched on him just right now. Okay, I just but... thought about him right now because I thought about Madden's Frohawk again. Well, I, I think right now, <laughs> I mean, who do you think gets fired first, him or Matheny from Kansas City? Because oh. he's in the... he's in the. I, um... I thought you were going to say uh, Don Manley at with the Marlins. See, I don't know, man, because the Marlins don't really care about winning, to be honest. And then Jeter walked away for that reason. Yeah. You know, I, I would think the only way that they would lose Mattingly or fire him is if... Your boy or other Chisholm. Your Chisholm and or a few other Marlins complained about him, you know? Right. So I don't know. I mean, right now it's looking like it's going to be Tony. Yeah, it's going to be Tony. But I think but Ma- at the same time... I think Matheny's close, though. Okay, let me... You know what? Let me reword this. It might be Matheny. Okay. Matheny with the, with the Royals, which was never a good fit to begin with. Yeah, I didn't In my so. opinion. Um, the reason why it might be Matheny and not Tony La Russa, even though Tony La Russa looks like he should be the one to get fired, because Tony La Russa is best friends with the owner of that team. Oh, okay. So you think he's going to fire his best friend? Like, hey, bro, I'm sorry. You're my good friend, but you got to mm. go. It depends on the Chicago media. Now, I know they're not as, as high strung as the White Sox, but I think, uh, or not the White Sox, the Cubs, but I think... Uh, I think that he's got to be feeling that pressure. I mean, the other day, I don't know if you saw that, but the the fans were cheering fire, uh, fire Tony. Fire Tony. Yeah. So. Yeah, but at the same time, is it his fault? Sure, he did the whole dumb Madden move, mm. you know, and it backfired on him. But is it really his fault? Like, all his guys are on the I.L. Literally everyone. Kopech. Lance Lynn just came back. It, it, it Louise Robert. If they're blaming him, it also could be a culture thing, bro. It, it, I mean, he they got more Dominican dudes right there, right? Yeah, it, 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 it's. I'm not saying race, but I'm just saying as far as like a, a club age. culture. Okay. Yeah, the age and and that dude is like old school, old school, old school. Like he's he's been managing forever. So, um, you know, he he the last time he was managing the Sox, they were wearing those '70s jerseys, the shorts, the badass jerseys. Yeah, I like those jerseys. So, so I, I I think he at some point lost his team a long time ago. Is what I'm saying, I, and I think that it's not paying off for him, and he can't reach these young kids, man. Uh, they need a fresh voice in there, and uh, you know Larusa's not one to speak much, and I think his his coaches are the same thing. You need a, just a, a regime change. I think any 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 change would be good for any team, really. 
Mm-hmm. Just like look at the uh, the Phillies. Oh, the Phillies are dominating now. Well, okay, let's give it up to them because they were just beating the shit out of the Angels. So we'll give them that. Well, they beat the Brewers right after. They swept oh, them. they got to uh, Josh Hader. Yeah, they did. They got to him. Yeah. And that's like, it was, I think, the first time he was like, he had a flawless uh, season to begin. Mm-hmm. And then the Phillies were all hopped up. They were they were it and they, they got to him. How can we can't get that, man? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that that one you can clearly. I mean, there, there's still question marks on on the Angels' manager firing, whether that was the right move or not. Some people are saying, but clearly it was the right move in Philly. Man, do you think the Phillies are a better team than the Angels? Yes, yes, I believe so too. Uh, because again, um, their bullpen might not be that great. Their starting pitching is okay. But like you said, their lineup is just stacked from one to nine. They're 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 a tough out. Yeah, Ramudo. Who would you take, Ramudo or Stassi? <laughs> Ramudo, obviously. <laughs> Didi Gorius over any of our shortstops. Exactly, and he just came off of the IL too. Yep. Who would you take, Reese Hoskins or Walshy? Oh, that's close. Um, that's very close. But I, I'll I, take Walshy. I, yeah, I'll take Walshy too. Uh, I'm biased right there. I'll go. Washy. Yeah, yeah. I'll go. I'll go. Walshy, lefty power hitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Reese Hoskins hasn't really done anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, who would you take, Rendon or Alec Baum? Ooh, Baum right now. You think so? I think so right now because you know he hates it there. <laughs> yeah, I, I would take him only because you know he's put up better numbers than Rendon right now. Obviously, we're talking Didi, Didi over any second and shortstop, right? Mm-hmm. Sir Didi, yeah, dude. I, I I love that dude ever since he was with the uh, the Yankees. We had an opportunity to get him, as and well. we didn't. Yep. Instead, we have we have. Squid. A multitude of guys that... We have the wrong Yankee guy. <laughs> we got the wrong one, man. We got two wrong Yankees. <laughs> hey, it happens. Yeah, it You does. shoot your, your shot and you never know what happens. At least he's shooting shots, man. Exactly. Uh, so what else? What else we got? I think that's pretty much I it, I think right? we covered about everything, dude. We put on almost a two-hour show. Did so. we really? <laughs> yes, we did. Bro, I just sat down. What are you talking about? <laughs> I just literally almost finished my, 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 my beer. Wait, did I? Well, I finished mine a long oh, time no, yeah. ago, dude. I killed mine a long time ago. It's already hot. <laughs> I know. Sorry, dude. I should have brought more. No no worries. No the worries. next one, I got it. Exactly. All right, man. Well, anything else that you want to say? You want to... Fuck the Dodgers? Okay. I'm I'm down for that. <laughs> I, I, I agree. This is true. Um, What do you think? Uh, should we... Well, well, I'll talk about this uh, on the next pod. I wanted to see if we can get some questions from the... Uh, the Instagram page uh, basis loading because mm-hmm. I do have a lot of people that reach out and they ask me questions as to like, Hey, what do you think the angels should, should do? You know, or what did you think the angels should have done in this uh, situation here? What were you, you know, like things like that. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of want to get the, the fans more involved. Do a regular show, but do a Q and a in the start. Get yeah. the, uh, get the, the answers or questions. Yeah. Cause I do get a lot, even though, uh, uh, my my the angels uh what is it uh what the fuck's my the page name or bases loading I don't even know the name dude <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the one that's running it <laughs> I I do get a lot of traffic people hit me up on the DMs and ask me questions and stuff um uh, they actually asked about the sponsor because they want to get them hats you know mm-hmm. uh, I haven't finalized a contract with our future uh sponsorship right okay. now because he's been sick it's not because we haven't talked. <clears throat> Uh, but it's going to happen. Uh, he is going to get, uh, what is it, the uh, City Connect hats, mm-hmm. which more than likely will be passing them out here. Well, maybe you can run a contest, dude. 
we'll see what we do. We got to yeah. run it through through you guys. See what you guys think is is a good idea. Okay. Um. And uh, yeah, we'll see what what pops off off of that. Sounds good. Uh, I think I got everything off my chest, man. I think so too. Um, this was a, a good constructive conversation. I think because you know we had two weeks in between. This is a long conversation. We had to catch up on everything. And I didn't rant, even though there was a fourteen game uh, losing streak. <laughs> I did not rant. That's good. Hey, those life lessons are working out, man. I'm just we're learning. Got I got to take it in the chin, right? Punch <laughs> the chin, just walk it off. There you go. All right, man. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna just be on our way uh you guys hopefully we take on those dodgers and we get that sweep even though it's a two games you know series anything that we can get from the dodgers is always a good good time you know bragging rights bragging huge man absolutely all right till next time guys you know i'm vt i'll be here next week this is my boy todd fox and we're out you got it later peace